AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. The following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by Russell Building Supply on the Lee Scott Sports Network. It's been a party all week long here in Greenville, Alabama, as everyone awaits this high-powered matchup. Two 7-1 teams going head-to-head in the final region game of the season with massive playoff implications at stake. For Fort Dale, they've had an impressive turnaround this season with one of the best records in AISA. The Eagles avoided a slip-up last week against Bessemer and have been waiting all week long for the defending state champion Warriors of Lee Scott to come to town. Lee Scott took care of Valiant Cross last week in Montgomery against all odds and thankful to get another win on the season. Head coach Buster Daniel and his team have played in big games before and they've won big games before. They expect tonight to be no different. The winner of tonight secures the two seed in the region and with that comes a first round bye in the playoffs in the honor of hosting the semifinals. The biggest game of the year so far is happening under the lights for Friday night football here at Fort Dale. It's the Fort Dale Eagles facing your Lee Scott Warriors. The Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Ortho Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. This is Zach Alsobrook with Alsobrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsobrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsobrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Home buying has never been simple. In today's economy, it's vital to work with an experienced lender who understands your needs. Auburn Bank's mortgage lending team is made up of local folks who can help you navigate the process. Whether it's finding your dream home or making improvements to your existing home, stop by our new home in the Auburn Bank Center. We'll be glad to help. 
Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 403461. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. We are live here at Winfred E. Bonefield in Greenville, Alabama, on the campus of Fort Dale Academy. Hello, everybody. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Alongside me, as always, in the booth is Christian Griffin. A beautiful night in Greenville, Alabama. Senior night for the Fort Dale Eagles, their final home game of the regular season. It's the final region game of the year between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Fort Dale Eagles. The Warriors, of course, on the road once again tonight, the second of three in a row here to end the 2023 season. And Christian, everything is on the line here tonight. The two seed is up for grabs in the postseason just a couple of weeks away. That gives you a first round bye in the playoffs and hosting the semifinals, something Lee Scott did last year as the one seed and that is what these two teams are playing for here tonight. Yeah, that's all you can really ask for. You ask for uh, that at the very end of the season. You use all summer, all fall, all these previous weeks leading up to this one. You wouldn't want it to end any other way with that very last region game being one that's going to decide it all. And a little newfound rivalry, I think, that you could easily say here. There's a buzz in the atmosphere tonight. There is. And look, there's been a lot of noise this week uh, from from both sides. And and that's what makes sports so great, especially high school sports, where these kids, yes, we are an hour and a half hour 45 away from Auburn but a lot of these kids know each other and they've grown up competing against each other with these two schools in AISA and I don't know about you, but I love a little trash talk. Oh, yeah. I love a little hype up getting ready for a big game like this. Now, I want to see both teams back it up on the field, and I also want to see them leave that trash talk on the sidelines when they get to the field. No reason for chirpiness and stupid penalties, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that later for Lee Scott. Yeah, again, going into the keys of the game, we'll get get to that a little bit earlier. Penalties and being able to keep your head on your shoulders in a hostile environment like this. But yeah, buzz on the field. It's kind of reverberating all the way up into the stands as soon as you get on campus it's all you can ask for on a friday night here in alabama really nice facilities here at fort dale our first time being here for football we were actually reminiscing on the way in we were here for baseball uh back in the spring for the first round of the baseball playoffs over across the road at the baseball field and really nice facilities nice nice bright lights a home press box on the opposite side we're on the road side but a nice press box here as well could not ask for a better night we're posted up right at the 50 yard line elevation you couldn't ask for a better night here in Greenville, Alabama. Let's take a look at these two teams a little bit as we get you underway in the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. It's all brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Both teams are 7-1 and one so far this season overall. Both of them are 5-1 and one in region play. And as we mentioned, the winner will claim the two seed in the playoffs coming up in just a couple of weeks. Of course, Glenwood is that number one seed. They have uh, not been defeated all season long, and the thing that both of these two teams have in common, Christian, they both lost to that Glenwood team. They did, and again, we saw the strength that that Glenwood team has, and hopefully uh, if you're Lee Scott, you can handle business tonight because I'm sure you're looking forward to seeing that Glenwood team once again later on in the postseason. Both of these teams extremely talented. Uh, Lee Scott, we've talked about it in the past. They have seven seniors on this roster. Fort Dale has 11, and Christian, this was a four-team or a four-win team last season in Fort Dale, a 
big turnaround. I talked about it in my open. A big turnaround for this team this season. And as we mentioned earlier, with the the noise that we've heard so far on the way down here and all this week, they're a confident bunch, and they should be. They have the defending state champions coming to their house and a chance to secure that two seed. How does Lee Scott close out that noise a little bit and try to get a win here on the road and secure that two seed? I think the biggest thing you have to look for is that leadership. You have to look to the seniors. You have to look at the guys that have been there and done that in those big games. Again, we'll get to it a little, little bit here in the keys to the game. But you got to have the vocal leaders and you have to have the on-the-field leaders. you got to have somebody that, like, willingly to go out there and make a play early on to get your team to rally behind them uh, through the rest of these four quarters. Let's go ahead and get to our keys to the game as they continue to do senior night festivities here at Fort Dale as we continue on in the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. After our keys, we have our weekly interview with head coach Buster Daniel. We'll have that for you in just a couple of minutes. Our keys to the game are brought to you by Jeff Coke Trant, Funeral Home and Crematory serving Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County since 1988. Christian, as we alluded to, our keys to the game, how does Lee Scott come in here, close out the noise, play Lee Scott football, and get a win on the road and move to 8-1, 6-1 in region play? Yeah, you mentioned a couple of them just a minute ago. The first one, you got to play sound football. Last thing that we saw a couple weeks, or last week actually, four turnovers, two of them inside the five-yard line. Ultimately, it didn't affect the final score and that win-loss column, but a team like Fort Dale, you're not going to be able to hand the football off or hand the football away, I'm sorry, to the defense. That, that Fort Dale offense is going to take advantage of it. So the, uh, eliminating those turnovers and the, the key penalties we talked about as well. Uh, not only the stupid penalties, but just those penalties that are a little bit uncalled for that we've seen a couple times late in that second half. We've got to find a way to eliminate those. The second one, silence the noise. The best noise on the road is silence. There's absolutely nothing better than being able to walk into somebody's house and shut it down. We've been hearing for the better half of two weeks, I would say, that Fort Dale has been preparing for this game. We even talked about it, uh, that Fort Dale said that last week they didn't, weren't able to focus last week because they knew that uh, that Lee Scott was coming to town. So, again, you got to be able to silence that noise. We talked about it just a minute ago. How can you silence that noise? The leadership, the vocal and the on-field leaders. Lee Scott's going to get tested. you got to have those guys that when they get hit, they can step back up and punch them back in the mouth. Be the guy that goes and gets a pancake block on first down. Be the guy that gets a tackle for loss on third down. Go win a 50-50 ball. Something like that that's going to pump up your team and get your team to rally behind you. Lee Scott and Fort Dale under 20 minutes until kickoff between the Warriors and the Eagles on the road fighting for the two seed here tonight in Greenville, Alabama. When we come back, the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff continues with my one on one conversation with Lee Scott head football coach Buster Daniel here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. 
Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a 7-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Back here in the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Jacob Goins with you, joined by head coach Buster Daniel for our weekly conversation here in the pregame show. Coach, great to have you back on. Uh, we're getting down to uh, the important part of the season. Last region game of the year, uh, the second to last regular season game, and it's a big one tonight. On the road here at Fort Dale, two seven and one teams overall, both five and one in region play. We'll talk about the playoff implications in just a second but it's been a long season but crazy that we're already near the end oh man i tell you it's long, it's long by and it is good to be here tonight uh this, this is going to be a great football game um two good football teams that is you know seven and one and we've lost to the same team which is the number one team in the state right now in glenwood uh so it's going to be a good game i'm looking forward to it and uh we're excited to start well, Fordale has turned it around a little bit. I believe they had, what, four wins last year, and they've turned it around with seven and one so far this season. And uh, everything we've heard is they're ready for, for Lee Scott to be in town. And so what have you seen from Fordale this season on film and just from talking to other coaches around this league? What have you seen from Fordale this season that makes them so good? Well, you know, the number one is seven and one. Uh, they're playing good football right now. They play good football all year. Um, I, I, I may mention that they're probably the, got the second best offensive line we've seen this year they're big they're athletic they're strong uh they do really well at what they do um they're they're, they're coached very well um quarterback I, I put him in the same kind of light with dallas crow maybe not quite as good but the same type of kid run around uh make plays with his legs um and throws the ball pretty well itself um and, and they got a little receiver number one which is also their kicker man he makes big plays uh, uh just a good football team um and and that's why they're seven and one right now before we talk some more about this game, I want to go back to last week's game on the road in Valley Across, playing in Montgomery. Uh, you're playing on the campus of Alabama State. You had uh, just a, a, it was a weird game overall. We talked about it on the broadcast. Just kind of a weird game overall. Had some questionable things happening, but overall, you get out of there with a win, uh, 34 nothing against Valley Across. What did you see from your team in a game like that that maybe didn't have all things going in your direction to pull out a win like that? Well, uh, like I said before, I, I, I was proud of our effort. Uh, I wasn't proud of our execution. Uh, your three turnovers against anybody is not good. Uh, we can't afford to do that this week. We've got to take care of the turnovers. We had a, a, a ton of penalties, whether they're there or not. You know, we were doing something to, to, to draw the attention of the officials, whatever that was. Um, so we got to clean all that up. Um, we, we, we came out with a win last week, and we're proud of that. Uh, it was a region win, uh, but, but we got to, we got to take care of Lee Scott and do things better. 
Yeah, how do you clean those turnovers up? Because that's just not something this team has done a whole lot of this year, especially fumbling the football, putting it on the ground. I believe two fumbles inside the five, just not something that this team has done a whole lot of. So how do you clean that up for Fort Dale tonight and then the playoffs coming up? Well, we work on ball handling. You know, that's just a, a you know a thing that happens sometimes that shouldn't. Um, you know, J.J. loses it going down, somebody punches it out. Uh, they have Tyler going backwards and somebody rips it out of his arms. But I, like I told both of them, I told J.J., I said, you give the ball to the official, that won't happen. Um, and, 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 you know, you can't allow them to rip the ball out no matter what's going on. Um, but, you know, those guys, they don't do it on purpose. It just happens sometimes. But we worked on it, uh, worked on ball handling, uh, and I don't think you'll see that here tonight. Well, you got a good win on the road last week. Another road game here tonight. It's the second of three in a row. Uh, but this is the last region game. And this is uh, the fight for the two seed tonight. Uh, you know what that means. You get the first round bye in the playoffs. You'll get to host the semifinals back home at Judd Scott Field. You guys were able to do that last year as the one seed. Uh, talk about how that just how important that is in the postseason to A, get that first round bye, and then hosting the semifinals before trying to get to a state championship game. Oh, it's very important you know we've we've been on a nine game straight playing you know no breaks so it'll do us good to get that week off and you know get, heal up some wounds and get everybody healthy and you know just get our legs back under us but uh that is that is terribly important to get that that week off but we gotta win tonight i mean this this is a big game we gotta take care of what we do um to to be able to earn that right um, so it's, it's a huge game tonight, and, and we've got to play well to get that, that option. It seems like this is outside of, obviously, the Glenwood game. That was earlier in the year. But with everything that is feeding into this game and all the implications that come of this game, seems like it's the biggest one of the year. Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, it's the biggest one of the year because next is it's the next game. That's we right. always say that. But it is. Uh, it, it, it decides who's the number two in the region uh, to get, the, get that host and get a, a second-round you know, semifinal home game which is huge, you know. You don't have to travel. You're at home. Um, it's more of a routine, and it, it's big. It's big to be at home, no matter when you're playing. Well, I know as a coach, you're you're never fully satisfied, right? There's always something to, to work on, always something to fix. And so as we are getting into the, what, the ninth game of the season, what are some of those things that you're still trying to work on and get better at playing against a really good Ford Dale team with the playoffs coming up in just a couple of weeks? What are some of those things that you guys are continuing to work on? Well, you know, we just talked about earlier where we talked about the turnover. We've got to fix that. We've got to fix our penalties. You know, if you're going to have penalties in a game, you, you can call holding on every single player football game. You're right about that. Uh, you know, but you don't see it. Um, so we got to you know, fix those things. And, uh, you know, just, just we talked about tackling a lot. We've worked on tackling more in the last three weeks than we have in, in two years. Uh, and we've gotten better. Uh, we're starting to do things the right way. And, you know, coaches have done a great job. Coach Osmond, you know, Coach Casey and Coach Draper on defense side, Coach Sanford, those guys have done a great job in, in, in going back and teaching the fundamentals of tackling. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not an effort. It's just, a, you know, position and, and their, their technique a little bit. So we've worked on that. So we've definitely got to improve on that. It's a good football team. If you don't tackle, uh, they're going to they have a chance of beating you. So those little things that we've got to work on and we've been working on, um, that's really what we need to look at. Well, there's no doubt that your team plays extremely hard every single time out and that gives them a chance to win games they're they're outscoring teams uh, a lot to a little right now i think it's uh, 316 to 85 so far this season offense to defense and so big game tonight on the road at fort dale it's going to be packed uh, it's a decent road trip for you guys tonight about an hour and a half down the road but uh, we've talked about in the past how road games you guys prepare the same way and so what did your team have to do tonight to beat fort dale become the two seed get that first round by host the semifinals and beat a really good football team in Fort Dale here tonight. Well, beat a dead horse, but we got to take care of the football. That's the number one thing. Uh, in big games like this, um, good football teams, you cannot turn it over. 
not even once. You know, uh, we turned the ball over twice all of last season, and it showed, you know, the scoreboard and in our season. Um, fortunately, we haven't lost a game because of turnovers, but except for Glenwood. Um, but, you know, we're, we're the better team. We might afford a turnover, but we don't want to turn over at all. Uh, so we got to take care of that. Uh, we've got to tackle well, and we've got to be able to run the football. You know, we've done well with that lately. We've got to continue to do that. Our offensive line has done a great job here um, in the last four or five games of opening holes for, for J.J. and Tyler and, and Parker and those guys, you know, uh, and Banks. So we've got to continue to do that. And we've got to be able to run the football, and we've got to stop the run. You know, they got a good running attack, good quarterback can run. So we've got to be able to stop that run also. Well, Coach, you've been in this situation before. You're the hunted right now, defending state champions, uh, fighting for that two seed. Of course, Glenwood is number one, still undefeated. But Lee Scott is still the team that everybody wants to beat. Everybody wants a piece of Lee Scott, and there's so much noise, and everybody wants a piece of them. And, and how are your guys responding to that? I'm curious how the team themselves, how are they responding to all of this noise and being the one that everybody wants a piece of? Well, we started early Monday morning. You know, we uh, we got a little bulletin board material over the weekend, and uh, you know that that you know that they're coming for us, and you know there's a lot of talk out there, which is good. That's high school football. is supposed it. to do that. I love it. There's no doubt. Uh, our guys started early Monday morning. We've had a great, great week of practice. You know, two mornings Monday and Monday and Tuesday morning, uh, Wednesday afternoon and Thursday. You know, yesterday morning was great. Um, and so, I mean, our guys are ready. You know, they they enjoy the talk. They like to talk themselves. Uh, I, you know, I don't like all that too much. I said, you know, we can talk with our helmet and our shoulder pads. But, That's right. you know, it's high school football. They're high school kids. They're teenagers. They're going to do that some. But, you know, if we just back it up and don't get overboard with it, I'm okay with a little bit of talking. But they're they're ready to play. Um, it's going to be a good night. I'm looking forward to this. I don't want to look ahead too much, but we do know the news that happened this week with Lee Scott becoming a part of the AHSAA next season again. Don't want to wish this season away by any means. But what does that mean for you? And I guess how are you kind of taking that news now that Lee Scott's going to be a part of the AHSAA and, and playing a whole lot of new schools? Oh, I'm extremely excited. Um, yeah, I, so many opportunities, not only for football, it's opportunities for all sports. Um, you know, girls sports, uh, they, they have more opportunities to play different things. Uh, our guys, we may be off a few more sports. Um, I'm excited, extremely excited for football. Um, I don't know where we're going to end up. I, I think we're going to be 3A. Not 100% sure, but I think this is where we're going to be. Not sure about the region. Uh, that doesn't matter. You know, we're going to prepare no matter who it is or what it is, where it is. We're going to prepare, and uh, we'll have our guys ready to play. And I'm, I'm extremely excited about going. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun next year, but got to take care of business this year, and especially tonight against Fort Dale. Lee Scott and Fort Dale coming up here on the road. Two seven and one teams going at it, fighting for the two seed here on a Friday night. Head coach Buncher Daniel, thank you so much for your time. Oh, have a great. I appreciate you and all you do for us, and uh, looking forward to a good night tonight. Lee Scott and Fort Dale coming up. Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff continues when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve 
from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. From day one back in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been clear to serve our community, see businesses flourish, and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, online at auburnbank.com. Here to Fort Dale Academy in Greenville, Alabama, as the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff continues. Waiting on the national anthem and the prayer, having a little uh, technical difficulties on that side of things, but just wanted to come in and let everybody know what's going on. When we come back, we will have starting lineups that'll be presented by the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and we'll have the coin toss, which is presented by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olean Price, and then kickoff between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Fort Dale Eagles here on the campus of Fort Dale Academy, fighting for the two seed here tonight between the Warriors and the Eagles. That's what's coming up as we wrap up the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff. We'll have all of that for you when we come back here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. Lee Scott and Fort Dale is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. 
The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. All of the action is right here. This is Lee Scott Academy Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Gouge Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. Now, here's color analyst Christian Griffin and the voice of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, Jacob Goins. We are live here in Greenville, Alabama, as your Lee Scott Warriors and the Fortdale Eagles set to do battle on the road tonight for Lee Scott. Got the anthem played thanks to the Warrior Band of Lee Scott. Nothing like playing the anthem on the road for the team uh, here in Greenville. The road team playing the anthem had some technical difficulties. Lee Scott said, we'll take care of that, and we are just about ready. We'll get you starting lineups and coin toss as we go here as we're ready for kickoff between Lee Scott and Fortdale. The Warriors will start with the football, and we're underway here in Greenville, Alabama. A pooch kick to the right side, and it's down right around the 35-yard line, and that's where Lee Scott will take over, or start the football game, I apologize, on offense. Jacob Goins with you, and Christian Griffin on the call here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. The coin toss tonight is brought to you by Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olin Price, who reminds you that if you need service from her office. There's the main office at the courthouse in Opelika and satellite offices in Auburn and Smith Station. Fort Dale won the toss and they did defer to the second half. Lee Scott gets the football first and Pelzer Reeves is on the field for the first time tonight. Reeves dropping back to pass on the first play of the game. Got his man over the middle. It was Jake White and couldn't get his head turned around right around the opposite 40-yard line. Coach Wade came up and threw a pass to start the game. Had his man, just couldn't quite find him and it's incomplete on the first play of the game. Let's get into starting lineups quickly here. Brought to you by the Goose Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. Go ahead, Christian. We'll start with the offense since they're on the field. The big boys up front, Cam Arwood, Carter Gibson, Connor Stewart, Jackson Lee, and Max Shiver. Harrison Short, Jake White, Lane Eddins, and Brady Sajelski out wide. And we'll continue this in just a moment. 
as a sweep out to the near side and hit in the backfield behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a loss of four or five for Tyler Kennedy on the second down play. It'll be third and long for the Warrior offense. And as usual, Pelzer Reeves and J.J. Myers in the backfield for that Warrior offense. We'll give you the defense when they get onto the field. Hopefully it won't be for a few more minutes. Lee Scott with a third and long having to convert now. They're about five or six yards behind the chains on this opening possession. Third and 15 according to the scoreboard. Lee Scott moving left to right on your radio dial. Reeves back to throw, looking left the whole way, off his back foot, got his man! It's across the 50, and a first down for Lee Scott. A great play for Lee Scott. It was Harrison Short on the reception. First down, Warriors. Great grab there from Short. Out on the far side, breaking right at the sticks. Harrison, I'm sorry, Pelzer throwing it right to where he needs to be, right at that sticks, falls forward and picks up the sticks for a first down. So Lee Scott was in third and long. They get it out to around the 45-yard line. My apologies. We're just to the left of the 50-yard line. So at the 45, fake to Jake White, handoff to J.J. Myers for the first time, and he's out across the 50, across the 45, and taken down into Fort Dale territory. That was Bank Sims. My apologies. Number 21, Bank Sims with the first run of the ball game for Lee Scott and a nice pickup on first down. And we haven't even seen Jake White's name be called yet. You can see the pooch punted on the opening kickoff so you can tell they've done their research we're not letting him get out in space we saw jake white come across the field on the jet sweep they fake it to him all the eye candy and bank sims picks up the first down run three receivers set two to the left and one to the right white in motion he gets the football gets a nice block on the edge by sajelski and taken down after a couple of yard gain here on the near side for lee scott and jake white on the first down carry. Warriors in their road white uniforms, navy helmets with the red letters on the side, white uniforms, red letters and numbers on front and back with the white pants and the, or the red pants, excuse me, and the white stripe down the side. And Fort Dale, same color scheme, just a little bit opposite, navy helmet with the red chrome letters, the navy uniforms with the white letters and numbers, gray pants and red and blue stripe down the side. Second and seven, 9.50 to go, no score yet. Tyler Kennedy gets the carry off the left side, bounces outside turns the corner, finds a hole, and taken down after picking up a first down across the 30-yard line, and the chip, the sticks will move again for the Warriors. Really great patience there from Kennedy, letting his blockers get out in front of him, just letting them push it to the edge, finally cuts it upfield. And a beautiful run there to pick up another first down for the Warriors. I love seeing this tempo from Lee Scott on offense. They had the third and long. They picked up the first down, and they put the pedal to the metal here early against Fort Dale. 9.41 on the clock. First and 10, Lee Scott from the Fort Dale. 29 looking for the first score of the ballgame. Reeves in the shotgun. Hands it to J.J. Myers for the first time and fights his way for a couple of yards. Taken down up the middle. Finally pushed backwards a little bit, but a gain of a couple on the first down carry for the senior J.J. Myers. Yeah, the tempo as you... As you referred to just a minute ago, so great to see from that Lee Scott offense, being able to pick up that long third down and being able to put the foot on the gas ever since, all the way back, all the way up to that Fort Dale 26-yard line, it looks to believe. 
Just a couple of seconds over nine minutes in this Auburn Bank first quarter. Second and seven from the 26. It's Bank Sims gets the carry off the left side. Finds a hole. Breaks the tackle. Still on his feet down the Fort Dale sideline. And taken down inside the 10. It'll be first and goal for the Warriors as they are inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Couple of nice runs from Bank Sims early. Yeah, two really impressive runs. We talked about it earlier in the season. Being able to get those guys the reps that aren't necessarily necessarily ones that you expect to get early in the game. But we've seen Bank Sims come out early, pick up two really big first downs for the Warriors, threatening here in the red zone. First and 10 from the 7, 8.35 to go. Reeves gives it up the middle and still on his feet. He's hard to take down in there. Is the running back trying to see who it was. It was here to be Sajelski, number 23, with the football it was. He gets a couple of yards on the first down and goal carry. Or Parker Wright, excuse me. My apologies. Parker Wright, number 23. Apologies on that. Sajelski's 13. Parker Wright's 23. That is Parker Wright on the carry. On first down, pickup of two, second and goal from the five with eight minutes to play in the Auburn Bank first quarter. Auburn Bank, their local team, stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you and proud sponsor of Lee Scott Warrior Football. Carry off the right side, puts his foot in the ground, cuts back up the middle, and not much doing. Fortdale able to stay home on Tyler Kennedy on the second down carry. Bring up about a third and three. We'll see what Coach Wade decides to dial up here. If you're the Warriors, a great drive. You would hate to see it end in three. You're looking to get in that red zone and get in the end zone. Both of these teams, seven and one, coming into this game, five and one in region play, fighting for the two seed here tonight with Glenwood being the one in this region in Class 3A for the AISA. Lee Scott's final year in AISA, thanks to the news earlier this week. Third and four from the four. A pitch in motion. It's Jake White. Bounces on the outside and finds his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. A statement here on the road to open up the game. And it's an opening touchdown for Lee Scott and Jake White. Yeah, right as we saw that third down play, I was wondering if we were going to get Jake White out in space on the near side. We did exactly that. He makes a man miss, extends the ball over, and walks across the goal line. What a statement from the Warriors here on the road. Talk about quieting the noise. That's exactly how you do it. You get the football, and this team says, we're going to go down, and we are going to score. And that's what Lee Scott does to take a 6-0 lead and make it 7 with the PAT from Matt Relator. 7-0 Warriors on the road. We'll be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Game action is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. 
7-0 Elise Scott early here on the road with 7-10 to play over Fort Dale in the opening quarter. Jacob Goins, he's Christian Griffin with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Warriors get the opening kickoff and they go about 70 yards and take it to the house and score on their opening possession as Matt Relator puts it through the back of the end zone for a touchback. 7-0 Elise Scott. You cannot ask for a better opening drive if you're the Warriors here on the road, Christian. No, it's exactly what you want to see in that offense. You get the ball, you make a statement, go up 7-0 as that defense gets on the field. We'll get you those starting lineups for the defense as well. Yeah, starting lineups are presented by the Goosh Performing Arts Center. Apologies, partner. I didn't know, didn't know what you were alluding <laughs> to, but go ahead. Yes. Nose guard, Carter Gibson, defensive ends, Lane Eddins and Hayden Kelly, the linebackers, Tyler Kennedy, Christian Horak, Sam Jackson, and J.J. Myers, and the DBs, Miles Zachary, Trip Vaughn, Brady Sajelski, and Hutchins Blowmeyer as they take the field for the first time tonight. Starting quarterback is number six, Ethan Alford, the senior for the Eagles. Man in motion from left to right. He looks to throw slow, developing play. He looks to throw over the middle. It's a one-on-one, and coverage goes up, and a nice deflection right around the 40-yard line. It was Miles Zachary, the senior, who's been battling injury the last couple of weeks. They challenged him early, and he stepped up, and it falls incomplete. Had a chance to intercept the ball, but we'll take an incompletion all day long. Definitely. We talk about the keys of the game, being out there, the leaders going out and making a play, winning those 50-50 balls. And Kennedy does just that on the very first play from Fort Dale. You can tell both of these teams are wanting to take shots early. Both of them opened up with deep passes straight over the middle on their first offensive plays. You know it's a big game and they're wanting to make statements early. Second and 10 from the 20. Moving right to left is Fort Dale on your radio dial. Offered rolls out to the right looking for his man on the sideline. It falls incomplete. Good play once again on the sideline. Appeared to be... Uh, it was Hutchins Blomeyer that time. Miles Zachary was in the area, but a nice deflection by Blomeyer, and it's now third and ten for the Eagles on their opening drive. And how about a statement from the defense to get a three and out? Be huge. Really good play there from Blomeyer as well, coming from that free safety spot. Reading the rollout and being able to meet the guy right at the first down marker, knocking incomplete, forcing a third and long for that Fort Dale offense. Sun is down. Lights are on here in Greenville, Alabama. 6.55 to go. Third and 10 from their own 20 on Fort Dale's first possession of the ball game. Offered rolls back, steps up, throws down the right sideline. Too high. Knocked out of bounds. A big hit, but it was uncatchable anyway. And a three and out for the Fort Dale offense. Lee Scott gets off the field, and here comes the punt team. That's a statement as well for that Lee Scott defense. We've seen them a little bit susceptible to the passing game. We've seen that they're pretty solid within the uh, within the tackles and even those linebackers pushing the ball on the runs. But the defense, a little bit susceptible to those passing games. We're coming up huge, forcing a three and out. So fourth and ten from their own 20. Is the offense? And nobody back for, for Lee Scott. The offense okay. is on the field, but the quarterback's going to back up and do a little... Just a little pooch kick, and he does. Jake White then backs up, has parked right at the 45. Fair catch called. He was hit afterwards. Should be a flag. There it is. Wasn't hit hard, but he was hit after the fair catch on the Lee Scott 45. That'll give him some more yards and puts him into Fort Dale territory. A perfect start here on the road early. Lee Scott can really, really take advantage to go up 14-0, even just go up 10-0 if you get a field goal out of this thing and make it a double-digit lead early. Yeah, being able to put two scores up on the first quarter of the home team, always a really good statement that you can make 
as an offense. We talked about that penalty is something that you want to see Lee Scott avoid. Penalties like that because all of a sudden Lee Scott is now at the 40-yard line as they take their second possession of the game. So a little bit of a miscue looking to see if Lee Scott can take advantage here early. 15-yard penalty on the late hit after the fair catch from Jake White puts Lee Scott into Eagle territory at their 40-yard line moving left to right. Reeves in the backfield fake handoff, roll to his right got his man, finds Jake White oh, a one-handed yeah. snag at the 30-yard line. Jake White yeah. Holy smokes, Jake White, looking like Odell Beckham Jr. out there, goes up in one hand, opposite hand, and a heck of a play by the senior Jake White, first down Warriors. Well, the band is playing, but I feel a like distant. You can you can hear it's kind of creeping up at the, the little kind of playing. What a catch. Almost Keon Coleman-like from last week. Going up with the opposite hand, running right across the first down marker. Heck of a play there from Jake White. Up the middle, Tyler Kennedy finds a hole, gets a block, and tackled by his knees. Inside the 15-yard line, Warriors are rolling on offense right now. It's first and 10 inside the 15 and back inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. And it's something that we really haven't seen too much of, but the tempo, I love it. I love it. Picking up chunk play after chunk play all the way inside the 10-yard line. 6.08 to play, clock counting down in this Auburn Bank first quarter. First and 10, ball officially marked at the 12-yard line. Lee Scott with a 7-0 lead. Bank Sims up the middle looking to make it more. And a nice gain on first down. Still not officially down, and they officially finally blow it dead. Excuse me. Inside the 10, right around the 6, maybe 7-yard line. So a really nice gain on first down. Yeah, inside the red zone when all of that territory squeezes on an offense. If you're able to pick up half of that, you will take that every single day of the week inside the red zone. Second and five from the seven. So you can pick up a first down without scoring if you're Lee Scott. With 5.25 to go, Parker Wright gets the handoff, cuts back up the middle, and is hit for Dale, able to make the tackle in the backfield. It was a couple of Navy jerseys. Appeared to be Owen McNeil, the senior linebacker for the Eagles, in to make the stop as the clock creeps down to just five minutes in this Auburn Bank first quarter. It's flown by. At least Scott has the time of possession dominated early in this football game. Jake White was not in the play on that second down play. Trots in for the third down play. We'll see if he, if his name gets called here once again. He's going to be in the play regardless, even whether he's used as a decoy or if he gets the ball. He's on the near side here. In motion is Jake White. He gets the pitch from right to left. Picks up a block from J.J. Myers. Sidesteps one defender and hit hard in the backfield. A big hit in the backfield. Number 72, Asher Young, the junior defensive lineman, able to get out and make the hit. And slow to get up was Jake White. He is able to get up, though, which is a good sign. Hope he's okay. He appears to be holding maybe a right leg or something. Don't want to assume what the what the injury was, but no gain on the play. It will be fourth down. And Matt Relator is still on the sideline for Lee Scott. Lee Scott didn't play here to play conservative. We'll be surprised here. They'll probably call a timeout. Yeah, play clock, yeah, play down, clock. To, play clock down to two. Lee Scott takes a timeout with a decision to make. Fourth and five from the Fort Dale 7 with 4.15 to play. We'll see what they do when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Fourth and five for your Lee Scott Warriors from the Fort Dale 7, threatening to add on to an early 7-0 lead with 4.15 to play in this opening quarter. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Tonight's game is presented by Auburn Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. Christian, quickly, what's your call here? Do you go for it or do you kick? The offense I, I stays think, on the field. I think the scoreboard still says fourth and five, which made me wonder a little bit. But you're seeing, looking at the sticks here, it is fourth and a yard and a half, maybe two. And the success that you've had so far, you didn't come here to play conservative. You're going up two scores right here. Yeah, the sticks are a heck of a lot closer than what the scoreboard says. You're right about that. And if it's within two yards with J.J. Myers in your backfield and the offensive line that you have, I say you go for it. If it was five, I think I'd take the points right. and try to go up double digits with Mr. Automatic on the sidelines. But I think you have to go for it. Make a statement here on the road. And if you don't get it, you pin them inside the road 10-yard line. That's where I sit, and I think that's where Lee Scott sits as well. Seems to be a little confusion right now on the field. I remember Jake White was shaken up on that last play, trying to see. He is on the side. He did walk towards the sideline, so he is not in the huddle on this fourth down. Which takes away a huge threat on, on fourth down. Yeah, here. You're not playing, you're not playing to make a mistake. You're yeah, playing Jake to win. You're, you're getting line. that yep. two seed here. In motion is Miles Zachary. Fake to him. Give it to J.J. Myers. Up the middle. Finds a hole. And he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Lee Scott on the fourth down carry. Lee Scott came to make a statement and quiet the noise. And they've done it again. It's 13-0. Lee Scott on the road. Beautiful job there from the left side of that offensive line. They trusted him on that fourth down carry and goes seven yards untouched into the back of the end zone. Lee Scott goes up two scores early here in Fort Dale. Matt Relator on for the PAT, and it's back into the woods and good. 14-0 Lee Scott with 4-10 to play in the first quarter. How about that for coming on the road? Lee Scott's got a big lead early at Fort Dale. We'll be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, 
music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Two possessions, two touchdowns for Lee Scott on offense, and the defense just stepping on the field for the second time, and they forced a three and out the last time they did it. It's 14-0 Warriors over the Fort Dale Eagles on the road with 4-10 to play in this first quarter. Christian, I mean, just a dominating performance so far in this first quarter offensively, and the defense is going to try and back it up once again. Yeah, everything's looking on all senders. Offense moving the sticks, defense getting that three and out on the first drive looking to do it again here quarterback looking to throw it's a screen out to this left side finds its receiver gets a block down the sideline out across the uh, appears to be the 30 35 and close to the 40 a nice play on the screen to Cade Lakes the senior wide receiver seems to be his go-to early four plays four balls in the air for Fort Dale we've seen the glimpse of that offense so far trying to get guys out in space trying to push it down the field and I wonder if that is something that that Fort Dale team is used to seeing, or if they've got that scouting report that not too much success running between the tackles for Lee or from when you're going against Lee Scott. Man in motion from left to right, and now another man in motion from right to left. Quarterback keeper all the way off the right side finds a couple of blocks, shakes off another tackle, and hit in the backfield. Carried by Ethan Alford, the senior quarterback. I have a feeling we'll see both quarterbacks tonight between Ethan Alford and Parker McNeil. That's what I was told pregame, but so far it's been Alford, and that's the first time they kept it on the ground, as you mentioned before. Yeah, a little wildcat trying to keep it right up the middle, bounced it right outside. And again, we see it, we've talked about it numerous times before, the speed of those linebackers with the ability to pinch and work their way into the backfield, forcing a second and ten here for the Eagles. Loss of three officially on the play, so it'll be a second and 13. Offered in the backfield, hands it off up the middle, finds a nice hole and taken down near the 45-yard line. So they're going to get back about seven or eight of those yards and make it third and manageable for the Eagles. Yeah, third and about three and a half. Opens up the whole playbook, so a really good run there on second down. Lee Scott looking to get that big third down third down stop. Third and three for the Eagles moving right to left. 2.30 on the clock in the opening quarter. Balls on the 44-yard line. Lee Scott defending a 14-0 lead early. And as I said just a second ago, new quarterback in the game. It is Parker McNeil, number seven. Direct snap to him in the backfield. Tries to get there. I think he's short. I think he's short. He was hit immediately by a couple of Warriors. It was Bank Sims and also Christian Horak in to make the stop. He appears to be about a yard, maybe a half yard short on a generous spot. We'll see if they decide to measure it. I think they will. He was short. Line, they are gonna bring, I, I agree. I completely agree. And the, the line judge here on the near side with the ball coming towards his way immediately held up the fist, signaling fourth down. And, again, I think they gave a football, if not a football and they a half. Did. They did. They gave a generous that spot. spot was. We'll see how much that plays into the final here. That was a generous spot. Wow. He got yeah. it by half a football. Holy smokes. He got it by what they gave it to him. I'm just going to be honest with you, folks. A generous spot on what was a stop by Christian Horak and Bank Sims on defense. Nevertheless, it's first down for the Eagles. 
Yeah, because if you're that line judge, you know where the sticks are. You know the exact yardage you, you have to get to. But as soon as that ball carrier was down, he was holding up fourth down. So he would know better than anybody. There. Yeah, yeah he's looking right down at it. Right. Either way, held up the sticks. Either way, first down for the Eagles. First one they've gotten on offense here tonight. As offered, the quarterback back in the ball game, man in motion from left to right, number 21, dips back and comes back to the left side. High snap, and it's a fumble. Falls on the ground. Lee Scott's got it. Lee Scott Scott jumps on top of it. They said they have it. Let's see who comes up with it. It's a 10-inch Warrior football. Lee Scott forces the fumble. It was a bad handoff from the quarterback offered, trying to put it into the chest of Dane Winters, and the Warriors jump on the football around midfield, and the first turnover of the game for the Warriors. Credit number 62, Carter Gibson with the recovery falling on it, giving Lee Scott yet another position to add to that 14 and nothing lead. 140 to play in the first quarter. Lee Scott with the football in enemy territory at the 48-yard line. Reeves back to throw. Unloads over the middle. Has his man and overthrows and intercepted. Intercepted over the middle by Cade, or excuse me, by Alan Alvarez. And just an overthrow. Tackled at the 35-yard line. And a big missed opportunity there. A mistake Pelzer Reeves just doesn't make too often. He had Jake White running wide open, just overthrew him by about three yards. Yeah, you love the play call. As soon as you force that turnover, trying to take a shot. And he had him there. Had him. He overled him a little bit further to the inside. Jake White ran a little skinny post right along that left hash. Jake was looking over one shoulder, yeah. and it came over the other shoulder, unfortunately. So, after all that, that was a roller coaster of emotions right there in two plays. Back-to-back turnovers, a fumble for Fortdale, and an interception from Lee Scott. Gives Fortdale the football back at the 35-yard line. Quarterback Alford throws down the right side, has his man, and almost intercepted by Lee Scott. Intended receiver for Fortdale was Dane Winters. Man in coverage was Miles Zachary. They've tested him a couple of times, and so far he stood his ground. He has. You can see the size that, that Fortdale has with their wideouts, so you definitely like their odds. Throwing the ball out on out wide. But Lee Scott holding their ground so far, looking really sound in that defensive secondary. 120 to play in the first quarter. Lee Scott holds a 14 to nothing lead. You can see the fog up in the lights here at Fortdale Academy. Second and 10 from their 35. It's a keeper for Alford up the middle. The quarterback picks up a few yards and then tackled by a bunch of white jerseys inside the 45-yard line. Pickup of a couple on the second down carry. Make it a third and a long six, but I think more than anything, that that play is almost after a couple sloppy plays in basketball, the point guard slowing it down and walking it up the court. I think that's kind of a play just to, to settle down your offense. That's a great analogy. It really is. On the offensive side of the football, just to slow it down, get your composure before that third down play. Well, it's easy to get caught up in all the emotions and so many big plays, explosive plays, turnovers, and stuff like that. So, Fortdale slowing it down. Offer throws over the middle, has his man wide open at the 50. Spins across the logo and tackled into Warrior territory. Allen Alvarez, again, the senior wide receiver, catches the football across the 50 with 34 and a half to play. And for the first time tonight, Fortdale is in the he's got territory. Yeah, I think Miles Zachary tried to jump the route on the outside. Instead, the receiver cut it in. Caught it right at the hash and got the first down marker. 
Clock is running with 20 seconds, and the play clock and game clock are identical. So we'll see if Fortdale decides to snap the football. They break the huddle with 14 seconds, so it appears that they will. Ball on the 49-yard line. Scoreboard says 48. Quarterback snaps. It's a keeper for Alford all the way on the right side. Looking for a hole. Looking for a block. Hit in the backfield. Dragged down for a loss. And that'll be the final play of what's been an exciting first quarter here at Fort Dale Academy. That wraps up the Auburn Bank first quarter. A reminder that their local team stands ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank champions of you and proud sponsor of Lee Scott Football. 14-0 Lee Scott on top of Fort Dale after one. We'll be right back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the orthopedic clinic you've waited 279 days for game day ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 saturdays one new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends you love all seasons but this one is special like your one and only bank troy bank and trust has a location near you for every financial need along life's journey rely on us today tomorrow and always the only bank you'll ever need Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. As we start the second quarter between your Lee Scott Warriors and the Fort Dale Eagles, it's 14-0 Warriors on top of the Eagles here at Fort Dale Academy. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Christian, the first quarter that saw two touchdowns by the Warriors, a fumble by the Fort Dale Eagles at midfield, and then an interception thrown by Lee Scott on the very next play. Can't ask for more drama than that as the Eagles have it on the Lee Scott 48-yard line. Excuse me, that's on their Fort Dale 48-yard line. Handoff up the middle on second and 13, and they're now back into Lee Scott territory. Put that word, Put the first quarter into words, man. Good luck. That was a lot of fun. I think we're thankful for that intermission in between the first and second quarter. Gave us a little <laughs> bit of time to catch our breath. I'm that was you. absolutely a really exciting quarter. For folks listening, I mean, the man himself said that that might have been the most exciting first quarter that he's ever called. Yeah. I mean, you can tell the excitement up here. It's not just the, the game itself, too. It's everything that's gone within it, too. Again, everything pregame. The buzz that's going from the field to the stands throughout the entire campus here on a beautiful night. Just a really exciting first quarter and a really good answer so far from that Lee Scott team. Stands are full on both sides. Quarterback offered all by himself. Looks to throw down the left sideline. Overthrown, tipped by his intended receiver and knocked away. Intended receiver was Alvarez. It was Harrison Short. No, excuse me, Jake White was in coverage. Falls incomplete and it's fourth down for the Eagles. Really good to see Jake White back in the game as well. Had a little bit of a questionable injury, but obviously nothing that's too serious. He's a fighter. I don't think there's too much that's keeping him it. out of the game. He might be hobbling on three legs. 
her on one leg. Well, you weren't here last year, but he de- he dealt with that all season long, and he did that a lot. He would fight through those injuries, and a lot of guys would. And that's I feel like that's a testament to what this Lee Scott team does. They fight through injuries, and they're going to play because they just love the game so much. Fordale does show they're going for it, but will end up punting. They punt it away. Jake White will just let it roll around the 10-yard line, and another good punt. That's going to take a nice Fort Dale bounce inside the five, and Lee Scott will start at their own four-yard line, moving right to left on your radio dial. 10.55 to play in this second quarter. Lee Scott with a 14-0 lead on the road. Again, both of these teams are 7-1 this season, 5-1 in region play. Winner tonight secures the two-seed in the playoffs coming up in just a couple of weeks. The loser has to play in the first round and then travel for the semifinals. The winner with that two seed gets the bye and host the semifinals. Those two things are huge in postseason play. Very huge, yeah. Anything you want is to be playing at home in that second round. Handoff up the middle, breaks a couple of tackles, looking to stiff arm, it's J.J. Myers, and taken down at the 30-yard line. A powerful run from the senior running back to get the Warriors from out of their own end zone. First down, Lee Scott with room to run. Such a good confidence booster for an offense when you know you have a guy that you can rely on, that even if he gets hit in the backfield, he's falling forward. In this case, goes untouched for about 20 yards, and as you mentioned, goes from the the shadows of your own goalpost all the way out to the 30-yard line. One receiver, no, two receivers out to the right, one to the left, low snap for Reeves. It's a fake to Kennedy, a jet sweep to Jake White, gets a block, makes a man miss, and tiptoes the sidelines and forced out of bounds after an eight or maybe nine-yard pickup from the 31. Should put him right around the 39-yard line and another nice play on first down. Seems like when Lee Scott and a lot of football teams, but especially this offense, when they pick up chunk yards on first down, it really gives them an advantage to open Open up the playbook a little bit and let Pelzer Reeves throw the football. Definitely, and the tempo itself brings so much chaos on the defensive side of the football. And a heck of a block there from Cam Arwood on that reverse as well. Handoff to Bank Sims. Shakes off one tackle, shakes off another tackle, trying to reverse field and can't get away from the big paws of Clay Whidden, the senior uh, defensive lineman. Plays both ways, actually. Offensive line and defensive line. Heck of an effort from Bank Sims. Just couldn't get away from the tackle to be a loss on the play. They didn't give him much forward progress there. I thought he got back to the line of scrimmage. I thought he did, too. Are they going to say it be a third and four and a half, well, third I, and I five. thought he maybe lost a couple, but looks to be about a third and five. Reeves in the shotgun, rolls to his right, looking for his man, Jake White, wide open, and picks up the first down on the far sideline in front of that Fortdale bench. A pickup of five, maybe six across the 40-yard line, and that's good enough to move the chains for the Warriors' first down. It's one of those plays that we've seen all year. They go to it time and time again, put Jake White right in that slot, send the outside receiver deep, let Jake White turn towards that outside Sideline right at the sticks. Catch it, get out of bounds, pick up the sticks for Lee Scott. 9.36 in the first half. First and 10 Warriors. They have a 14-0 lead, and they'd love nothing more than to add on to that. Around the 42-yard line of Fortdale. Reeves looks to throw, rolls back to his right, throws back to his right. J.J. Myers lowers his head, runs over a man, and taken out of bounds at the 48-yard line in front of the Fortdale bench once again. I love when they run plays on that sideline and pick up those yards. You get to look at them, maybe say a few things before you run back to the huddle for Lee Scott. Especially when you're the one that delivers the blow, too. It's one thing 
thing if you're the one that's on your back at the end of a play. They might be crowding over you, but if you're the one that's laying the boom, and more times than not, it's J.J. Myers that's laying the boom on the defenders. Yeah, gets to stand up and make his trot back to the offensive side. Give a little wink or something. Just let let him know that he's here. Well, head coach Buster Daniel told me, and has told a lot of people, J.J. Myers would prefer to hit somebody rather than score, and that just tells you what his mindset is when he carries the rock. Miles Zachary in motion left to right, fake to him, handoff to Tyler Kennedy, and nowhere to go. Hits a wall at the 45-yard line. He'll pick up one, maybe two, and they'll say he picked up a couple, maybe back to the 47-yard line. We'll see what the official marking is. Said he maybe lost a yard. On the carry. We got three officials saying three different things. So trying to figure out where exactly they're going to mark the football with 825 to play. Officially third and six, according to the scoreboard, at the 47-yard line for Lee Scott. They're moving right to left, still in their own territory. First down marker would be on the opposite 47-yard line. Reeves looks to throw, has a couple of blocks, has time, throws down the left sideline, into double coverage, tipped and caught by Jake White. It was tipped and caught in double coverage. Jake White comes down with it at the 30-yard line. Forced out of bounds at the 25. Heck of a play, another highlight play for the senior Jake White. Lewis is going to score. Lewis is going to score. Jake White did not see that ball after it was tipped. It came down. I think it hit him right in the face mask. Tipped by Alan Alvarez, who is the star receiver. He's also playing corner right now for the Eagles. Heck of a heads-up play from Jake White. That's two highlight plays already for him. A drive-saving catch. First and 10 from the 25. It's Parker Wright finds a hole, and he was dragged down from behind. Falls forward, though, for a couple-of-yard gain on first down. Yeah, heck of a momentum saver and a momentum builder for Jake White there. If that ball gets intercepted, you see that Fort Dale offense get back on the field. That momentum can easily be snatched with the lead cut in half. Instead, it's a first down, and you continue that drive huge for that Lee Scott offense. We've seen Pelzer Reeves throw an interception already tonight. Avoids a second one thanks to the circus catch. And heads up play by Jake White. Has a receiver to the right, two to the left. It's a handoff to J.J. Puts his foot in the ground, cuts to the left, and slammed down by a couple of Fort Dale defenders, but able to pick up a few on the second down carry. It'll be third and short, just under seven minutes to play in the first half. Puts the ball right around the 15-yard line, does it not? It does, and that'll put Lee Scott into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone once again. Byron Smokehouse, an offer tradition for over 30 years. Three receivers set, two to the left here on the near side, one on the right to the far side. Ball's on the near hash. Pelzer, handoff up the middle, dragged down by a horse collar, didn't get called. If you got to the 15, it should be, should be a first down. Should be. We'll see what the marking is. They're saying it's fourth. It was third and short. Marker says fourth down. And the officials say fourth down as well on the keeper straight up the gut. I say you leave the offense on the field. Oh, 100%. Last time Lee Scott had this exact scenario, they scored on a fourth down carry from J.J. Myers. Yeah, from J.J. Myers. We'll see if they go after him again. Fourth and two. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be surprised if it goes into the hands of anybody but J.J. Myers here. Follow that offensive line and pick up the first. Reeves in the shotgun. Myers up the middle. Jumps and leaps and finds his way across the sticks. First and see first down. Not yet first and goal, but first down, Lee Scott. 
Yeah. And just like it was before, just trusting that offensive line to get you a yard and a half, two yards. When you have an experienced back like J.J. Myers, who we've talked about so many times, falls forward every single time. So huge for that least got offense. Picking up that first down. Ball around the 12-yard line, fake to Sims. No, he is Sims on the right side. Cuts back up the middle, looks into the end zone. And he's into the end zone for a touchdown, but a late flag, and it's probably going to be a holding call. That's what it normally is. It will be a holding call, and it's unfortunate because it was on the other side. That's a nice run by Bank Sims, though. Man, I hate that. Yeah, hold it was on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Really unfortunate. You're basically just trying to seal off, making sure he doesn't get tackled from behind. Got a little bit too much jersey. So unfortunate for the Warriors. It is called back. It'll be a first and 20 at the 22-yard line. Killer. Yeah. Um, ball's placed about the 20-yard line. Scoreboard's off by about two yards. So, so I guess they're, they're, they're saying the hold took place two yards down the field. Yeah. So first and 20 from the 20. Reeves looks to throw on the left side, tries to throw a screen. It was tipped. Was it caught? No, falls incomplete. Intended receiver was Harrison Short. I think it's probably better that he didn't catch it. May have been a loss on the play if he comes up with it. Reeves just tried to toss it over the linebacker who was coming after him, and it falls incomplete for second and long. Yeah, it looked like they tried to hit Parker right on a little wheel route coming from the, the pistol formation, just hiding behind the, or hiding behind the offensive line. And you can tell after he didn't have that option. Looked a little bit broken play. Fake to Kennedy. Reverse to Jake White. Loses his footing. Flag in the backfield. It's going to come back as Jake White gets inside the 15 and tackled out of bounds. Another flag in the backfield. And those are the flags that drive Buster Daniel crazy. The holding calls are drive killers. I say that all the time on my show in the afternoons on ESPN. And I'm going to say it right here, too. Holding calls are drive killers. They're drive killers because you get 10 yards or more and you just set yourself so far back and they're normally on big plays just like that. It is, yeah, drive killer. First of all, good plug there. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, hey, Cross promotion, man. We <laughs> we are big about cross promotion at Auburn Networks. You better believe it. Yeah, it is a, it is a drive killer there. They're walking it back a little bit, so I wonder if they're going to – here we go again. We're going back a and bit forth. Of, a little bit of confusion. So that puts the ball right around the 25-yard line. Well, they still got it placed at the 20, but they're saying it's third down, which is confusing because Jake White almost had a first down. Yeah, now it is back at the 20-yard line. I don't. So essentially that play gained five yards but lost a down. and that, Yeah, they're calling an official timeout because – you can't lose a down and yards. It's you, you. You take one or the other. Should what it should be is should be second and thirty from the thirty. Should be second <laughs> and a lot. Yeah. Well, while we have a minute, tonight's game is presented by Auburn <laughs> Express Towing. Whether you're having car trouble in an accident or you own a business and need a car moved, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. 4.57 on the clock. Lee Scott is somewhere in Fort Dale territory. We're trying to figure out exactly <laughs> where. It, it might not be after. <laughs> 14 nothing lead for Lee Scott. A couple of holding calls since they've gotten inside the 30-yard line. And now we're all, was it a holding on Fort Dale? I mean, what? It what definitely we, wasn't because it was a I know, but on Lee Scott on the reverse, but now they're calling it a third and I mean, now we're inside the 15. 
So they must have taken the play instead of the hold. Either way, Reeves drops back down the sideline into the end zone. Caught at the one-yard line. Don't think he quite got in there. It was J.J. Myers on the fade throw right at the goal line. Caught at about the one-yard line. Heck of a play by Pelzer Reeves, who rolled right, turned back left, and lobbed it up and put it perfectly on the number four on the chest of J.J. Myers. First and goal for the Warriors. They're actually going to say it's fourth. He didn't get there? Fourth and about three inches. I guess the first down oh marker goodness. is just placed inside. I didn't think you could pick it up without getting into the end zone. Here we go. All right. Reeves in the shotgun. Man in motion. It's Jake White. Fake to him. Myers up the middle. That'll do it. Touchdown, Warriors. J.J. Myers gets his second touchdown of the night on a carry on fourth down. Lee Scott extends the lead on the road here at Fortin. Just absolute dominance from that Lee Scott offensive line. Three fourth down conversions in the first half. Again, just the ability to trust them to go out and pick up a yard. Cam Arwood, Carter Gibson, Connor Stewart, Jackson Lee, Max Shiver, giving credit to all those guys. Just absolute dominance so far in the first half for the Warriors controlling that offensive line. Matt Relator in for the PAT. Up, and it is good. 21-0 Warriors with 4-10 to play in the first half here on the road at Fortdale. We'll be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. to zero is the score. Your Lee Scott Warriors on top of Fortdale with 4-10 to play in the second quarter and it's a kick on the near sideline and Lee Scott unable to catch Fortdale off guard. It's picked up at the 50-yard line and Lee Scott tackles him at the 48. They attempted to kick it at number 55, Logan Skipper and unable to get it to him and Clay Gardner was the one that picked it up and Fortdale is in prime position set up in Lee Scott territory. I don't hate the call at all. It's actually just a heck of a play from Gardner. Went up and grabbed it with one paw Otherwise, I think Lee Scott's getting it. Got right past the first line of defense. Gardner got onto it and picked up a couple yards. So Fortdale begins in Lee Scott territory right at the 48-yard line. Just over four minutes to play in this first half. Lee Scott looking to pitch a shutout in this first half. Quarterback in the gun. It's offered. Looking to throw, has all day, throws it up, has his man, and it's caught down inside the 30 and taken down on the far sideline. You couldn't have been more wide open down that sideline. A big play, the first big play of the night for Fort Dale on offense. We've talked about a couple of Fort Dale plays taking really long time, really slow developing. That time a little fake inside out and then cut the wheel right along the sideline. Defense, defensive backs. Lost track of him. Big gain there 
for Fort Dale all the way down to the 16-yard line of Lee Scott. Puts him in the red zone for the first time tonight. Running back off the right hip of the quarterback. Offered fakes it to him. Throws across the middle. A slant route. Touchdown, Fort Dale. 16-yard slant route. The go-to receiver. Who else? Allen Alvarez. You take a chance on the kickoff. You didn't get it. A chunk play and another play later, and Fort Dale's in the end zone for the first time to stop the bleeding a little bit here in their own in their own house. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of putting it. Stops the bleeding because if all of a sudden the Lee Scott does kick it deep and Fort Dale goes three and out, Lee Scott has a chance to go up four right before the half. It's a momentum-saving play that'll bring you into the second half. PAT is good. 21-7, Fort Dale hanging around here in this first half. We'll take a break with 3.34 to play in the first half. Be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Fort Dale responds, and they'll send a pooch kick across the 30 and out of bounds on the Fort Dale sideline. Should be a flag if you kick it out of bounds, no? Yeah, they threw one. Did they? Okay, I didn't see it. Oh, there it is. I see it now. So Fort Dale responds on offense after the risk taken by Lee Scott on the kickoff. They tried to catch Fort Dale off, er, off guard with an offside kick. Didn't work out. Fort Dale took over at the Lee Scott 48-yard line, and two plays later, the end of the end zone to make it 21-7 with 3.34 to play. And now they're going to re-kick? So Coach, Coach Daniel took the penalty instead of the where the ball would be placed. So they're going to kick off at the 35 now. I would have thought you would have taken the where the kick went out of bounds, then the, the penalty afterwards, getting the ball at the 35 or the 40-yard line, depending on where it went out. Uh, it's about where it went out was around that 30, 35-yard line. But we're going to get a re-kick here. And again, you can tell they've done their scouting report. You are not kicking to eight in white in the backfield. So they will surrender a little bit of field positioning. And we'll see here if that was the right call from Coach Daniel to accept the penalty rather than to take it tacked on. But again, a really big drive there from Fordale, being able to capitalize on the failed onside kick. Fordale kicks it away, a squibber picked up on the far sideline. They're going to fake pitch it and coming to the near side is Blomeyer, and he's tackled across the 20 near the 25-yard line, and that's where Lee Scott will take over on offense. Christian, you may not recognize him, but there's a guy that's standing about six foot six on the sidelines right now, former Lee Scott football and basketball player Alex Cash. I see him down there in sweats playing down at Troy right now this season. Down there on the sidelines for Lee Scott. Good to see a former warrior back on the sidelines, a state champion warrior at that for football. Great to see him back for a night supporting his former team. 
Lee Scott takes over, 326 from their own 25, first and 10 in this second quarter with a 21-7 lead. Reeves in the shotgun with J.J. Myers off his left hip, and Myers gets the call. Up the middle, breaks the tackle, and falls across the 35-yard line down at the 36. And Warriors are in business with a 9-yard, no, an 11-yard carry, excuse me, on first down. It looks like Alan Alvarez was shaking up trying to make that tackle. Not what you want to see. That is their go-to guy on offense, which is a risk you take when you have an athlete like that that plays both sides. You don't want to see anybody injured, of course, but... Somebody that's already been proven to be really important for Fortdale. He's the reason they have a touchdown on the board right now. If you're Lee Scott, a great call on first down, picking up another, picking up the first first down of this drive. You want to eat about a, as much of this clock as you can and find a way to put points on the board before halftime. And another chunk run here for the Warriors. Tyler Kennedy gets to the 50-yard line. Another big play of 15, maybe 16 yards. Lee Scott has so many weapons on offense carrying the football. J.J. Myers, Tyler Kennedy, Jake White. We've seen Bank Sims, who subs into the ballgame, get a bunch of carries. Parker Wright as well. They just have so many ways to hurt you with the rock on the ground. The running back is Sims. They'll keep it on the ground. Lee Scott does and can't break a tackle, but falls forward across the 45-yard line. Tackle made by Joseph Elam. And a very late penalty coming from the very far side official. Way back in the, deep official. in the back defensive side of the field. Got a couple of Eagles clapping. I don't know what the call would be. It was as the tackle was being made. So, again, I'm, I'm confused with, with everybody trying to figure out Head what Head coach Buster was. Daniels livid. He is livid as Lee Scott's rock walking the wrong way. It's going to be on them. And he is in the grill of Harrison Short right now. I didn't see it. So, again, that could have been what we talked about. Again, we didn't see it. We were watching the ball carrier. Could have very easily been a little bit of a taunting. We're going to get the call right here after the play. Yeah, it was an unsportsmanlike conduct on Lee Scott. We talked about it in the pregame. Those types of penalties are the ones that are going to absolutely kill an offensive drive because not only does it wipe away a six- or a seven-yard game, but then a 15-yard penalty added onto it. It's basically a 22-yard penalty going in the wrong direction. It's the penalties before and after the play are the ones that head coach Buster Daniel talks about all the time that kill drives. Lee Scott having to make up for it here. Fake to Jake White in motion. Hand off straight down Broadway and Fort Dale able to make the play. Pickup of one, maybe two. On the carry with 2.26 to play. Somehow Lee Scott trying to bleed this clock. and They're going to have to pick up a first down to do it to get into the locker room with a 21-7 lead. And the scoreboard and the line show that it's third down. It should be, I believe it should be second down if you're taking the penalty. Unless it's going to be an after the play, but it's still you'd still take the you'd still take the penalty. So it should be. Appears to be third down as Reeves will roll to his right, throw over the middle. Has his man, Jake White, at the 45 and knocked out of bounds right around the 43-yard line. The first down marker is just on the other side of the 40. You make up a ton of ground on that play. Now it's fourth and manageable, about four long yards to get the first down into Fortnale territory. Decision time for Lee Scott. And I don't, I don't think that's much of a decision with how you've seen this first half play. You're going to call a timeout. You might talk it over and try and pin Fort Dale deep. 
But again, I mean, we've seen the we've seen the type of offense that Lee Scott's ran so far. I wouldn't be surprised if that offense stays on the field on the other side of the break. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. We'll come back and talk about this first half as we await the fourth down decision between Lee Scott and Fort Dale. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after a quick station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Welcome back into Fort Dale Academy in Greenville, Alabama. He is Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic here on AU100, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. 21-7 to is our score. Lee Scott on top of Fort Dale with 157 to play in this second quarter. This has been an exciting first half, Christian, and it's about to get even more exciting as Lee Scott has a fourth and three from the Fort Dale Fort. 43 moving right to left and the offense stays on the field and you like the decision again yeah i think that it's one of those plays you're you're not playing to make a mistake you're playing to go out there and take control you're being the aggressor here i like the call for lee scott here trying to take advantage of this game Put some more points on the board before halftime. Reeves in the shotgun, rolls to the near side, has his man, gets there for Jake White. First down, Warriors, caught at the 36-yard line. Can't do it any better than that. Perfect throw, perfect catch. First down, Lee Scott with a minute 48 to play in the first half. Again, beautifully drawn up. We've seen it time and time again, putting Jake White in that slot. Outside receiver. Just runs a seam right on the numbers on the near side. You put Jake White right at the first down marker. Beautifully timing throw from Pelzer Reeves. Throwing it before Jake White even comes on his break. Catches it right at the first down marker. Falls forward for a first down. Beautiful drawn up. Warriors on the move. Kennedy bounces off the wall of blue defenders and tackled in the backfield. Warriors wanting a late hit call. Not going to get it. Maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a loss of a, t- a couple on the first down carry with 1.12 to play and the clock rolling here the, to end the first half. And again, that fourth down is so big because even if you don't even if you don't find a way to put points on the board, you, you're bleeding the rest of this clock out. Absolutely. Reeves, fake to Sims. Jake White in motion. Gets it on the sweep from left to right. Tried to break an ankle tackle and the Warriors going the wrong way. Tackled at the 45-yard line. Timeout taken by Lee Scott with 47 and a half seconds and a long third down. We'll keep it right here on AU100, which is 100.3 FM, AU100FM.com and the AU100 app. We appreciate you all tuning in here tonight. Lee Scott and Fort Dale. Battle of the 7-1 and one teams fighting for the two seed in the region for the playoffs coming up in a couple of weeks. This is the final region game of the season. Next week, Lee Scott will be on the road at Edgewood, which is a non-region game. A little tune-up, hopefully, for Lee Scott. Warriors up 21-7. to We'll talk about it. Make sure you stay tuned at the end of the half. We'll have the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Christian, this season, Lee Scott is outscoring opponents 316 to 85. And if you take out the Glenwood game on a score of 42 to 31, it makes that 285 to 43. And you're seeing that lopsided, and it's early here with a 21-7 lead with 47 and a half seconds to play. Yeah, it just shows the, the dominance on both sides of the ball, especially the defense being able to get turnovers, get takeaways, put the offense back on the floor, back on the field. 
We've talked about it numerous times. I feel like Lee Scott's got to have some sort of record on their ability to capitalize off of defensive or on, the, on, on turnovers given to them from their defense. So a long third down here. Puts into the chest of J.J. Myers, gets a block on the edge. He turns the corner. He picks up the first down. He's into the red zone. He's across the 10, and he's taken down at the six-yard line. Big run by J.J. Myers, who's threatening for his third touchdown of the night. A big run on third down. At least Scott's in business, looking to stretch the lead before the end of the half. What a beautiful call on third down. Everybody's sinking back, expecting a pass on a third and 16. Instead, a little draw, a little zone read. Beautifully drawn up here. Direct snap to Jake White. He turns and hands to Parker right. The pile keeps on pushing towards the goal line, and he's going to be marked down just short of the goal line. Lee Scott takes their final timeout of the first half. We'll go ahead and take a quick 30-second break with them. Be right back. Lee Scott, 21, Fortdale, 7. 20 seconds to play, and the Warriors are threatening once again. Don't go anywhere. Lee Scott football continues in a moment here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. A huge opportunity for Lee Scott on the road with a 21-7 lead. It's second down and about a yard, maybe a yard and a half for Lee Scott to get into the end zone and stretch a lead versus Fortdale in this first half with 20 seconds to play. You've got a couple of things here. Best, worst thing, don't run out of time with 20 seconds. Lee Scott's got to score or get the ball down, clock it, and get the field goal unit ready. Up the middle, J.J. Myers slips. Hunky's ball over the top, and he slips into the end zone. Touchdown, Warriors. J.J. Myers with his third touchdown of the night. The senior is having a night. not usually the run we expect from J.J. Myers. We're used to him, so he's going to lower his pads and run over a man. He says, you know what, I'm going to jump over the top. I'm going to go where they ain't. I'm going to flip into the end zone. 27-7, hopefully 28-7 after the PAT. What a beautiful two-and-a-half-minute drive there from Lee Scott. A couple fourth-down conversions. Four of four now on fourth down is Lee Scott here in this first half. Just taking dominance, and it's showing on the scoreboard. As Relator puts it through the uprights, it's 28-7. Lee Scott with 14 seconds to play. A perfect drive to end the half. You bled almost all of the clock. You went the length of the field, had a bunch of turnover or a bunch of penalties on that drive as well, able to overcome them. You call a run on third and 13. There's not many people and not many teams that could convert that on third and 13, Christian, and you punch it in with another J.J. Myers touchdown. That run right there as he was literally flipped forward over the line reminds me of Cam Newton in his MVP season with the Panthers. If you remember yes. when he would dive in and got flipped over a couple of times, that's what that looked like just then. And J.J. Myers is having a night. He has three total touchdowns so far, three of the four for Lee Scott, and it's a 28-7 lead over the Fort Dale Eagles here on the road. 
Warriors kicking off right to left. With Matt Relator, points left, points right, and points towards the sky. And that's where he sends it. And into the back of the end zone once again for a touchback. We'll see if Fortdale tries to do anything crazy or just takes a knee and gets into the locker room. Down by three touchdowns. A reminder to stay tuned. We'll have the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report coming up. Recap the first half and preview the second half. As Lee Scott looks to become the two seed in the postseason. But still work to do. This is a talented Fortdale team. They're 7-1 for a reason. And a reminder that Lee Scott did get the ball to begin the game, so Fortdale will receive the second-half kick, which is even more important, showing to the importance of that last drive as Fortdale will take a knee, will head to the half, but just going credit to that Lee Scott offensive line. Again, you mentioned it, not too many play calls. With 20 seconds left and no timeouts, you're going to try and run the ball. But trust in that offensive line and dominance in the first half. 28-7, Lee Scott leads Fortdale on the road. Stay tuned. The Orthopedic Clinic halftime report is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. The Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gougecenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. 
At the half, Lee Scott leads Fortdale 28-7 on the road here at Fortdale Academy in Greenville, Alabama. Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. A dominant performance in the first half. Lee Scott received the football to start the game. They took it down and scored. They then got the ball back after a three and out from the defense. They scored again to go up 14-0. Couple of turnovers by each squad. Some penalties in there as well. Lee Scott, thanks to three rushing touchdowns by J.J. Myers and another one from Jake White, which started everything off. And it's a 28-7 lead for Lee Scott. Christian, what'd you see in the first half? I think the biggest thing that you can look at is that fourth down success and just the the willingness to go for it. Four of four on fourth down in the first half, and a couple of them longer than fourth and just about a yard or two. We've had a fourth and four that was converted. And a third and 13. Exactly, yeah. We've seen multiple times where just the offense seems to be clicking where you're just wanting to keep them on the field because you trust every single thing that's working. The offensive line has really gelled together as a unit in this game specifically, just controlling the offensive line or the line of scrimmage, I should say. And it's always a really positive thing. And, you know, we don't have the official stats. But if the linebackers and the safeties are the leading tacklers for an opposing defense, it shows that your offensive line is doing a couple things right. Which is what they have done here tonight for Lee Scott. Multiple gaping holes for these Lee Scott running backs. And we've talked about it all season long. The... The running backs for the Warriors, J.J. Myers, Jake White, Tyler Kennedy, all those guys, they look really good, and they are really good, but it helps when you get the football from your quarterback and you look up and there's a massive hole in front of you and all you got to do is run through it. And so that's what this offensive line has done all season long. They're bullying Fortdale up front on both sides of the football. And the only reason that Fortdale has a touchdown is because of a what some people would call a questionable decision on a kickoff. But Lee Scott was aggressive. They tried an onside kick and tried to catch Fortdale off guard. Didn't quite work. The Eagles started in Lee Scott territory and they took it with a touchdown. Yeah, you use the word aggressive referring to the mindset of Lee Scott and I think it's the very I mean it's it's the correct word and it's it's appropriate for what you have to bring to a game like this. We talked about it in the open. You have to silence the noise. You have to play your game and come out and punch somebody in the mouth. You're not playing on the offensive side of the ball just to to try and, you know, hang around in the game. No, you're being the aggressor. You're the reason that I mean you're the you're the state champions last year. You're you're trying to defend that again this year. They know what you are and you go out and then being the aggressor is such a key dynamic here in that first half. Well, I I knew Lee Scott was going to come in and play like this. Given all the noise coming into this game this week, all week long, Fordale's been waiting on yes. this Lee Scott team. They've been partying down here in Greenville is what we heard. And Lee Scott has brought the party to Greenville so far. 28-7 to at the half. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. East Alabama's go-to center is the Orthopedic Clinic. And 
Uh, again, the East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you and on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Great turnout here tonight. I do want to mention that Lee Scott has traveled extremely well. We're about an hour and 40 minutes from Auburn, and there's a wonderful turnout. At least Scott travels for each and every game, but a great turnout here. Great turnout on the far side as well for Fort Dale. A gorgeous night here at Fort Dale Academy. Great facilities. The field looks fantastic. I mean, the scoreboard definitely helps, but it's been a perfect night for football. It is. It's all you can ask for. Again, we talked about it. It's all that you can ask for in a last region game. A little bit of a brewing rivalry coming, especially with what's on with what's at stake tonight and everything that you've heard pregame. But knowing that your entire season so far kind of comes up to this game. You're not this game doesn't mean nothing. You know, this this game means everything for your season so far. Being able to secure that two seed hopefully and come back home. And yeah, again, it's nice that these fans travel, but I'm sure that they'd much rather like that, that second round action at Judd Scott Field. You better believe it. Well, that's what I was going to say, too, before we take a break and come back. Lee Scott came out tonight in a game that has so much riding on it and a game with all of the noise and a game where you do have to travel playing a really talented Fortdale team. Lee Scott looks like a championship team here tonight with preparation, execution, and just look at the scoreboard. They look like a championship program and a championship team so far here tonight. A lot of football left, but they look like it so far. They're playing the part. Yeah, I think it's the mindset as well. Again, we've talked about what's happening on the field, but even pregame, Lee Scott almost feels like an underdog. They feel very underappreciated, especially coming off of that loss at Glenwood. All that you hear is Glenwood and you hear Fortdale. I think Lee Scott keeps the pedal keeps the pedal on the gas. Keeps their foot on the gas. Yeah. Well, you know, we're I mean, keeps the pedal on the gas. That's fine. (laughs) But keeps their foot on the pedal in that second half. They're going to try. I mean, you're going to try out here and come out here and dominate. You want your name to have a little bit more respect going into that playoffs. You better believe it. We'll continue the Orthopedic Clinic (laughs) halftime report when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Federal Credit Union is offering a 7-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. 
Society's Glue Guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Lee Scott leads Fortdale 28-7 on the road here at the half. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. The Orthopedic Clinic is East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Christian, look on the 50-yard line right now. We got some, are these Lee Scott girls? They've got flaming batons. How about that? That's a halftime show right there. The Warrior Band just got done. We had some dance team from Fort Dale, and I believe... Some Lee Scott dance team members with flaming batons. I don't know if that's Fort Dale or Lee Scott. I don't want to give credit to the wrong team, but flaming batons, four of them. That's impressive, man. That is really impressive. Must be Lee Scott. I don't know. Both sidelines are cheering. I can't tell. They're facing the other way. Halftime performances, all sorts of things going on here in Greenville, Alabama, as Lee Scott holds a 28-7 lead at the half. Christian, what do you need to see from Lee Scott in the second half to hold on to a 28-7 lead, move to 8-1 so far this season, move to 6-1 in region play, and secure that number two seed in the postseason? I don't think you've changed really anything. you got to keep the same attack mentality regardless of the score. I think you're going out. Out at halftime and you're saying this second half is a zero to zero football game you're going out to make a statement on the road saying hey we're the defending state champions it's what we're coming for again this year you're going to continue to run the ball use the dominant offensive line and do everything you can to limit that that Fort Dale offense that we've seen so far likes to air the ball out down the field Lee Scott leading Fort Dale 28-7 got a few more minutes here as we wrap up the orthopedic clinic halftime report Trying to get a score update from Auburn High and Central back in Auburn. Do you have a score I, update? I, I do have it for you. Uh, it might have been better that you didn't ask. Central 27, Auburn 10 Wow! at the halftime break. Obviously, Auburn University's got their eye on a key guy playing on the offensive side of the football for Central. And current A&M commit Cam Coleman. So maybe we can use the success that he's had in Auburn to kind of sway him over here to the university. Yeah, big game there in Auburn tonight. Auburn High School trying to get a clear path for the one seed. Central undefeated so far this season. So much talent in that game as well. We'll keep you updated as the broadcast goes on. But that will wrap up the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Again, the Orthopedic Clinic, we thank them so much for everything they do. They are East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Sam, who is the board op for Auburn High School back at the Wings 94.3 Studios, says it is 27. 
27-10 Central. Auburn had a pretty rough start, but gaining momentum by the end of the half. And Towns Magoo, who is a really talented kicker, he's right there with Matt Relater for Lee Scott, hit a 50-yard field goal in that first half for, for Auburn High. So great game there. We've got a great game here, and we'll bring you the second half between Lee Scott and Fortdale with the Warriors on the road and on top of the Eagles, 28-7 with the two-seed up for grabs. Lee Scott football continues in the second half when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Is brought to you by Auburn Express Towing. Now, back to the action. Lee Scott and Fortdale set to kick off here in the second half. It's 28-7 Lee Scott on top of Fordale here on the road at Fordale Academy. I'm Jacob Goins. Alongside me, as always, in the booth is Christian Griffin after, I'm going to be honest, that was one of the most exciting halves of football I've called in a really long time, possibly ever. 
with the headset on. I mean, lots of fun, lots of scoring plays. Had a couple of turnovers. Uh, Fortdale fumbled the football right around midfield. And Lee Scott said, you know what? We feel bad. We're going to get it right back to you. And Pelza Reeves did, uh, unfortunately, throw an interception on a deep ball. But great first half for Lee Scott. Opening drive statement. Backed it up with another touchdown. And they've got a 28-7 lead. Fortdale will start the second half with the football. And Lee Scott has a chance to get off the field early and make another statement defensively. And again, I think that's exactly what you're going to try and do. Force the three and out your very first drive uh, from Fort Dale. You'd love to see another one here. Get that at least got offense back on the fo- back on the field. But going back to what you said, an exciting first half. Obviously, this side of the stadium is a little bit happier with the scoreboard. But if you're just a fan of football, you would have been, you would have just truly enjoyed watching this first half. Waiting on Fort Dale to come back out. Lee Scott's on the field, ready to kick it away. Here comes Fort Dale finally. <laughs> out of the locker room. I mean, they added about five minutes on the clock a couple of times during halftime for a couple of performances. Uh, the Flaming Batons were from Fortdale. I did want to give them credit. That was a couple of Fortdale dancers, so uh, that was impressive for me. Uh, they've, I think Lee Scott did that one time last year, and it really is impressive. So. Fortdale ready to go. Lee Scott ready to go. Warriors will kick it off from right to left. You think they kick it deep? <laughs> We're going to find out if Lee Scott decides That's a nice, to. nice response there. Yeah. Good, Good answer. That's a professional response right yeah. there. I tried baiting you. It didn't work. Relator kicks it away and through the end zone, as always, for a touchback. But, again, yeah, I feel like that's the easy answer. Fortdale. I almost positive was held under 100 total yards of offense. They had two chunk plays, uh, the big wheel route on the far side, all the way down to about the 10 or 12-yard line, and then that slant caught for a touchdown. But other than that, it has been absolute dominance on the line of scrimmage for Lee Scott. We'll see if that continues here as the Lee Scott defense takes the field for the first time in the second half. First and 10 Eagles from their own 20. They'll be moving left to right on your radio dial in this third quarter. First play of the second half. It is the quarterback offered in the shotgun, running back off his left hip, comes up throwing pump fake throw across the middle falls incomplete on first down intended receiver was number 21 dane winters the junior he was open just a missed throw by the quarterback offered it was there's been a couple times where the receivers have been open but the quarterbacks both of them haven't really given the receivers much of a chance to go up and make a play yeah we've seen ethan alford and parker mcneil both quarterbacks play a little bit tonight offered receiving about 90 percent of the snaps yeah, I would say McNeil is definitely almost like the Wildcat yeah. quarterback for Fort Dale. Four receiver set, two on each side, man in motion from right to left. They pitch it to him. Out on the left side looking for a hole on the edge. Gets a couple of blocks, but Lee Scott recovers nicely. A gang tackle out around the 25-yard line on the Fort Dale sideline, and it'll be third down and around five or so for Lee Scott's defense to try and get off the field. The speed of the defense coming in clutch once again, trying to get that jet sweep to the far side of the field. But the willingness of those linebackers just to continue to push the ball to the sideline, force a third and seven here coming up for the defense. Running back off the left hip is Cole Salter. For the Eagles, man moves in motion from the right side to the left side of the line. A screen plants over to the left side. Falls incomplete. Intended receiver was Dane Winters once again. Lee Scott there defensively, and it is fourth down. We'll see if Fort Dale decides to go for it deep in their own territory on the 25-yard line. 
Great play there once again from Hutchins Blumeyer. We've called his name in that secondary multiple times with the Fort Dale passing attack. And one thing to look at here, if Fort Dale does punt, they always line up with their quarterback in shotgun, and he only takes a step or two back. If, if Lee Scott decides to send pressure, you could very easily come up with that block punt. We'll see if they're going for it here. They are going to do it, but see, he only backs up about a step or two. Lee Scott does bring pressure, tries to get there. Sajelski tried to block it, could not do so. It's out across the 50, continues to roll, and will die at the 40-yard line. Back to the 41, and that's where Lee Scott will take over for their first offensive possession of the second half with a 28-7 lead. You can make a statement, and you could you could really stretch your lead here to start this third quarter and make this what would seem to be an unreachable goal for Fort Dale, given what we've seen so far. We'll see what the aggressiveness is for Lee Scott on offense here on this drive. Wide in motion from left to right, fake to him, handoff, Jake, or J.J. Myers, excuse me, hit immediately. Good play in the backfield by Cole Widden, number 54, hit J.J. Myers immediately at that 40-yard line. As you mentioned, the ability to make a statement. Fort Dale used that entire halftime break to come up with a plan for that first offensive drive, and Lee Scott shuts it down. So if you get success on the defensive side of the ball, you can get success on the offensive side right after that stop. It's trouble for Fort Dale. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Reeves in the shotgun, hands it off up the middle and runs into a into a swarm of Navy jerseys. Not much doing on the second down carry. Not often that Tyler Kennedy gets stopped up the middle, but he was that time. It'll be third and long for the Warriors. Ten minutes to play in this third quarter with a 28-7 lead. Lee Scott trying not to give the football back to Fort Dale. We'll see if Coach May decides to let Pelzer chuck the ball down the field. Reeves rolls to his right, throws, has his man at caught across the 50. Went down and caught it around his ankles. Heck of an effort by Thomas Dilworth. I didn't think he could get down that far. Picked it off his shoelaces and good enough for a first down. Lee Scott across midfield. Heck of a play. Another drive-saving catch by a Lee Scott receiver. It was Jake White in the first half. Thomas Dilworth in the second half. Great effort by number 11. Yeah, great catch there from Dilworth, helping out your quarterback. Ball a little bit underthrown, but as you mentioned, catching it right off the turf. And again, we've seen that play so many times. The, the slot receiver making the break right at the first down marker. Such a beautiful play design for Lee Scott. Well, if you do it correctly, it's just about unstoppable as the Warriors keep it on the ground on first down. Straight down Broadway from the 48, gets to around the 45, pick up a three on the first down carry. Let's, let's go, let's go. Nine minutes to play. In the third quarter, Lee Scott looking to really expand their lead as it sits at 28-7 to right now, and in no hurry are the Warriors. It's only the third quarter, but you can limit the possessions, and if you just do the math, if you limit Fortdale to three or four possessions in the ballgame, the math doesn't add up, especially if you score here. They won't have enough possessions to come back and try to win this thing if Lee Scott does it correctly on the game clock. Reeves claps his hands, turns, hands off. No, it's a keeper for Pelzer. Out across the 45, gets across the 40, and tackled down at the 37-yard line. He doesn't do it much, but when he does it, it's effective, and it'll be another first down for Lee Scott. 
so much credit there goes to Pelzer. Just a beautiful, beautiful read right there, putting it right into the belly of his running back, seeing that it's not there, tucking it himself. And, again, he doesn't do it very often, but just doing it two or three times a game keeps the defense honest, and all of a sudden you're going to see those runs up the middle open up. And here comes momentum for Lee Scott and a little pressure. Jake White on the screen pass, makes a couple of people miss, shakes off a tackle, shakes off another tackle, late hit out of bounds, and here's the flag. That'll put Lee Scott first and goal inside the 10-yard line, and the Warriors looking to put it away in this third quarter inside the 10-yard line. That's the athleticism from Jake White shaking off tackle after tackle after tackle and takes some yards after the play on the late hit out of bounds. Two amazing reads there from Pelzer Reeves. The carry on the first one, the RPO on the second one. When you have a, essentially, it's a two-on-two matchup on the near side. A receiver, a cornerback, it's Jake White, and a safety. A wide receiver gets the block on the cornerback. It's a one-on-one play with Jake White. And 99% of the time, he's making that man miss, as he does just then. Picks up the sticks and a whole lot more. Lee Scott threatening once again. Sims up the middle, finds a hole, lowers his shoulder, and is just short around the two-yard line. For Lee Scott, it is second and goal now for the Warriors. You have to assume it's four-down territory for Lee Scott this close. I know it's only second down. But this team's not going to settle for field goals tonight. They're looking to quiet that opposite side. That's thinned out a little bit when it comes to fans. Well, again, here, I don't think you do anything fancy. You're going to shove it right up the middle. Use the power of that offensive line. Bring Parker Wright gets the call, gets the carry, pushes into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Lee Scott. Parker Wright, he's on the board, and Lee Scott is rolling here in Greenville, expands the lead once again. Touchdown, Warriors. And you're not having to do anything fancy to have success on the offensive side of the football. It's such a beautiful thing to watch. The offensive line just dominating that line of scrimmage. Picking up chunk play after chunk play. Pelzer Reeves, Dilworth, Jake White. And finished off with Parker Wright. Just great play design. I mean, that's really all that it settles down to is play design and execution. Trusting your guys to go out there and do their individualized jobs. And when it all comes together, it's a beautiful sight to see. Relator puts it through the uprights. 35 to 7. Lee Scott with 7.04 to play in the third quarter. Lee Scott's effectiveness in the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone cannot be matched. You turn it around from last week where you have, we're going to keep it right here. You turn it around from last week with two turnovers, two fumbles within the five yard line against Valiant Cross. This week, you're effective in the red zone and on all of your drives, you're scoring touchdowns right now and rolling here on the road. Yeah, there's zero confusion on the offensive side of the football. What, what, what's expected to be done and the plays that are being called. Each guy knows what he has to do. And, again, no confusion whatsoever. Just allows for the offense to go out and play in that offensive line. Again, I've, I've said their name so many times, but it's just a beautiful thing to see when you can control that line of scrimmage. And you can't say their name enough. I mean, Lee Scott, the offensive line, they're just so talented, so skilled, and they're just so much better at times. Not all the time, but just so much better at times than the defenders that they're playing and you can see them asserting dominance and it makes it so easy for this Lee Scott offense and you just love to see it as Matt Relator kicks it away for another touchback. 
But yes, things that work hand in hand with the offensive line doing what they do best. You're allowing the off, or you're on the skill guys to get out in space, move the chains. But the play call is also helping the offensive line, which is allowing the defense to have a little bit of confusion at the line of scrimmage, which just allows even more dominance. Lee Scott 35, Fortdale 7, with 7.04 to play in the third quarter. A reminder, the winner will be the two-seed in the playoffs coming up in just a few weeks. And the Warriors want it to be them with their eyes set on Glenwood later on down the road. Alford comes up, throwing a screen on the far side in front of the Fortdale bench. Open tackle missed, but a recovery tackle made after a couple-of-yard gain on the far side. Nice play by Lee Scott. Can't make the first tackle, but the second tackle was made, I believe. Trying to get my number right. believe it was Lane Eddins to make the tackle on the near, on the far side in front of the Fortdale bench. And again, if you're Lee Scott here, you are happy with Fortdale taking as much time as they are. I mean, you don't want to say that it's it's critical time for them to get up up tempo already. Only halfway through the third, third quarter, but down four touchdowns. Them eating 25 seconds on every play is something that Lee Scott will take every time. Quarterback keeper for Alford and not much doing. Gets tripped up after just two or three yards on the carry. I'm with you, partner. I mean, it, it is crunch time. I'll, I'll be the one to say it. It is crunch time for this Fortdale offense because, as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, they're going to run out of possessions here with under six minutes to play in this third quarter. And with no proving of stopping Lee Scott on offense, if you're Fortdale, you got to go. And you got to find a way to score those chunk plays. We saw them score on their one possession that they did score. It was a chunk play that set it all up. So we'll see if Fortdale has any more urgency on third and two from their own 28 moving left to right. Alford in the shotgun, throws screen to the left, has his man tackled out of bounds, slung a late flag comes in, I believe. Tackled by Trip Vaughn. It'll be good enough for the first down, and we'll see what the flag is as well. The official right on top of the play is the one that threw it. Might have fallen out. I think they waved it. Maybe I'm seeing things. I could have swore he threw a flag over there. I'm going to say it's my eyesight. I'm not we'll going to blame him. say it was a him. towel, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I'll blame me. Don't worry. Offered rolling to the near side. Throws and can't find his receiver overthrown. Intended on this near side on the Lee Scott sideline by for Dane Winters. Had his man. If he has it, put it on his numbers. Just couldn't quite get there. And second down on the incompletion. Yeah, we talked about it. Not only does Fortdale have to come up with four touchdown possessions, but you're going to have to find a way to not only stop the Lee Scott offense, but you're going to have to find a way to steal a driver too just because it seems like Lee Scott on offense is clicking on all cylinders. Everything that they're doing is successful. Two receiver set, both on this near right side. Offered. Puts it into the chest of his running back. Elise Scott slams him down in the backfield. Heck of a play by Lane Eddins. Big number 20 gets in there and makes the stop for the Warriors. A little bit of miscommunication there. Lee Scott was all over. It looked like Alford actually wanted to pull it and take it himself, but decided to pull it a little bit too late. The ball was almost bobbled a little bit behind the line of scrimmage. And Lee Scott was there, forcing a third and long here. And again, talk about it. The 
The clock just continuing to run. Play clock already down to 10. So 15 seconds and counting. Just no urgency for no, Fortdale right now. Alfred rolls to this near side, looking to throw. Nobody open. The linebacker peeled off, finds his man. First down and more down the sideline, tripped up by Jake White. Couldn't get the number on the linebacker. He was caught in between the quarterback and the receiver. It was caught by Owen McNeil, the tight end, and he'll take a first down across midfield. That's a play where you have to play the quarterback with the football or stay on your receiver, and the linebacker got burned that time. Yeah, it's a really tough play because you're wanting to, to trust the guys behind you, thinking that there's going to be somebody there that's going to peel off with the receiver. Goes after the quarterback, gets a little dump off, and breaks it into Lee Scott territory. First and 10 from the Lee Scott 44. Fort Dale moving left to right. Alford. Takes his time, pump fake, rolls to his left, looking for somebody, pump fake, gets a defender to jump, still on his feet, rolling out, throws it down the sideline, and it is caught. At the 30-yard line, maybe inside, and the Eagles are moving a little bit of urgency now. Maybe they hurt his partner. Yeah, really athletic throw there from Alford. Rolling out to his left, throwing across his body, a little bit of a sidearm throw, fit it into a tight pocket. Ball now marked at the 31-yard line. Not much hanging out for Alford in the pocket. He seems to roll every single time he gets the ball. If he's throwing, he's going to roll out and try to find somebody. Not looking to mess with any of those big guys up front for Lee Scott on that defensive line. And again, play clock down to four with the clock running. Just it, it's. I don't understand. Yeah, not great time management as we're under three minutes to play. Alford, just a home run ball. Into double coverage, almost intercepted in the end zone, but knocked away by Brady Sajelski. Intended receiver for Fortnail was number 21. Once again, Dane Winters. They've been going after him a lot in this third quarter so far. But as you mentioned, we're under three minutes to play in the third quarter. The clock does stop on the incompletion. But even if Fortnail somehow finds a score, you're still down by three touchdowns. Well, and Lee Scott's offense is rolling right now. Yeah, I mean, this drive started with seven and a half minutes on the clock. So you've burned four and a half plus minutes and counting. You're still 30 yards away. So it's one of those ones where, I mean, yeah, you're just... If you're, if you're Lee Scott, you're, you're thanking them. I mean, you're very happy with how, they're hand, with hand, how they're handling everything. Offord finds his man on the far sideline. It's Parker McNeil. Quarterback to quarterback. Linebacker came up, tried to jump the route, couldn't quite get there. When you cheat, you get burned sometimes, and the Eagles move the football. Once again, it's first down with under 240 to play. He gets out of bounds. This is the first true drive that Fort Dale has had. Yes, they have the touchdown drive. Only two plays that it consisted of. This is the first time that we've seen that Fort Dale offense have success against the Lee Scott defense. And that drive, remember, started at Lee Scott's 48-yard line thanks to an onside kick that Lee Scott was unable to recover. Alford rolling to his right, looks for his man, throws to the end zone and falls incomplete. Intended receiver was Alvarez, hit hard by Jake White. Ball was incomplete, soared high, and both of them tap each other on the backside to say good play. Had his man, but again, overthrown by Alford on the run. And again, someone like Jake, you know, is trying to make that big hit. I think if he has his eyes up, I think he might be able to get that interception. But again, overthrown, you're not taking any chances. And yeah, we've talked about it numerous times. The receivers have been there, and they've found their spots to get open. But it's just the quarterback's inability to find completions. We'll see if they try and bring it out wide. 
Receiver split way out wide to the right. Offered looking left the whole way across the middle, falls incomplete. It was a slant route. May have been short of the first down marker regardless. It was Alvarez, the intended receiver, and it appeared to be Blomeyer in coverage. Zachary was in the area as well. Fourth down for the Eagles inside the red zone against this Lee Scott defense. And a timeout on the field. Is that official timeout? It is. I think they're they're confused about what down it is. It should be third down. The scoreboard shows fourth down. Yeah, so... It should be third down. The marker showed fourth down on the field, too, so a little bit of confusion all around. It is third down with 149 to play. Lee Scott leads 35-7. Fort Dale trying to cut into the lead a little bit on their longest drive of the game so far. Clock is running with 140. Offered awaits the snap, brings a man in motion from right to left. He then cuts back to the right. Fake handoff throw, diving attempt inside the 10. It felt should be incomplete, and they do say it's incomplete. Intended for Alvarez. Miles Zachary was in defense for the Warriors. That will be fourth down. It does stop the clock at 126. We'll see what Fort Dale chooses to do here. I mean, a field goal doesn't do anything with just over 13 minutes left in the game. And down by 28 points. Yeah, bringing it to a 25-point game isn't really going to to solve any issues. They are bringing out the field goal unit, though. Don't really know why. So we'll see if there's a fake. I'd be surprised if Lee Scott comes after this and they just play a little little safe defense, just making sure that there's nobody that's going to slip up behind them. Alvarez is the one kicking. He kicks it. Nice kick. Got a ton of air underneath it, and it's good. They kicked it from their own 15, makes it about a 32, 33-yarder. And just like that, the Eagles do get into double digits. Not many teams have been able to do it against Lee Scott this year. I believe that's just the third team, maybe the fourth, to get into double digits against Lee Scott this season. But it's still a 35-10 lead with 1.26 to play. We'll take a quick 30-second break and be right back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. From day one back in 1907, Auburn Bank's mission has been clear to serve our community, see businesses flourish, and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, online at auburnbank.com. You're listening to the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics, AU100. Now back to the action. Short kick for Fort Dale on the kickoff. Warriors taken around the 35 and not much doing. Trying to run sideline to sideline. Taken down is Miles Zachary. And the Warriors take over on offense with 121 left to play in this third quarter. They lead Fort Dale 35 to 10. And as we were talking about before we went to break, a, a questionable call for Fort Dale. It was fourth down and manageable from your from the Lee Scott 15. You're down by four touchdowns, and you take the field goal just to say you did, I guess. I don't, I don't really yeah. know. You want to you feel good and, and be able to put points on a positive drive. I feel like that's the only thing that you can think of. As J.J. Myers gets the call, blows through a man at the 35-yard line. He gets running downhill, and you better get out of the way. It's like a bull in Spain. He just runs over people and does not care who's in front of him. Big carry on first down for the senior who has three touchdowns so far tonight. 
And if you're Lee Scott, obviously you would have rather had a three and out or something like that. But you will take that Fort Dale drive, I think, every day of the week. All of that time for three points? I was going to say, taking six and a half minutes off the clock and having to settle for three. Lee Scott is two plays away here from running it into the fourth quarter with a second and two. And the offense just in control so far. Reeves, turn, handoff. We're going to see a lot of that. Spin move by Tyler Kennedy at the 40-yard line. First down, Warrior still on his feet at the 45. And finally taken down by his ankles with 29 seconds to play. And a timeout. No, I thought Lee Scott took a timeout. My apologies. They'll stop it to move the chains. I thought they signaled timeout. My apologies. They do stop it temporarily to move the chains. Clock rolling once again. And game clock about two seconds less than the play clock, so I assume Lee Scott will take this into the fourth quarter. And that's what Buster Daniel, the head coach for Lee Scott, signals to do. Lee Scott will take a 35-10 to 10 lead into the fourth quarter over Fort Dale here on the road. And they're 12 minutes away from being the two seed in the playoffs coming up in just a couple of weeks. Don't go anywhere. The fourth and final quarter should be exciting. We'll have it for you when we come back on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Federal Credit Union is offering a 7-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. You're listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. Lee Scott opens the fourth quarter with a run up the middle, starting going left to right now in this fourth quarter, out across the 50-yard line, and another big carry as they were on their 47 out across the 50 and looks to be in the opposing 47-yard line, and that's how the Warriors start this fourth quarter. He's Christian Griffin. I'm Jacob Goins with you on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Lee Scott has a 35-10 to 10 lead with just under 12 minutes to play in this football game. The Warriors looking to become the two seed in the playoffs in just a couple of weeks. They've got the lead. They've got the ball and in control here in Greenville. Jake White in motion from left to right. Hand off to J.J. Myers. Cuts back up the middle. Puts his foot in the ground. Still churning the legs across the 45-yard line and in to Fort Dale territory. Again, it's going to be a third and one here for Lee Scott. You're going to use, happily use, all 30 seconds of that remaining game clock. And we heard Coach Buster Daniels say he's not taking his foot off the pedal. He's staying aggressive here. He's, he's coming to make a statement. Making a statement they've done so far. Lee Scott, third and one from the Fort Dale 44, moving left to right on your radio dial. Play clock is at five. Warriors run the football. Tripped up. Hit at the line. 
and I don't know if he got there. He did. First down, Warriors. Sorry for the delayed call. It was a delayed call on the field as well. But it is a first down for the Warriors. Tripped up. It was Tyler Kennedy, but he was able to get there, get just enough for the first down. And the Warriors move the sticks once again, and that clock continues to run. That's one of those times it goes overrated. It goes overlooked sometimes, not overrated. It goes overlooked sometimes. We talk about the running back's ability to fall forward. Got stuffed right out the line of scrimmage, only needing a yard, but falling forward, picking up that fresh set of downs. A run off to the left side. J.J. Myers pick up of a couple on the first down carry to around the 36-yard line. Pick up of five, maybe six on the plate. Just eating clock. Game management has been perfect for Lee Scott tonight on both sides of the football and that's what you would expect from a defending state champion team and a state championship coaching staff with Coach Wade on the offensive side, Jacob Osmond on the defensive side, and, of course, head coach Buster Daniel and everybody on this Lee Scott staff. They know what they're doing. I said it in my scene setter. They've been in big games. They've won big games, and they know how to do it, and they are doing it here tonight. Run down Broadway, not much doing for J.J. Up the middle with 9-10 to play on the third down carry. It's a great thing when an offense, again, you talk about the, the clock management. We saw early in the first half, you pick up a first down and you immediately go tempo. You go tempo, chunk play, tempo, chunk play. But now you have the ability to be successful when you slow the game down. You take complete control. You use 35, 37 seconds off of every single play. I mean, already down to 840 on the game clock. The ability to have success both when you're using tempo and when you're slowing it down is so crucial and such a positive thing for Lee Scott. Third and five, handoff up the middle. It's a keeper by Pelzer Reeves. Only the second one tonight as he's tackled hard right around the line of scrimmage by Joseph Elam. Didn't get much. Maybe a loss. Yeah, I think that was a, a double negative for Pelzer there. Couldn't decide whether to keep it or to hand it off. I don't think there was a right answer because there were a couple of Fort Dale Eagles in that backfield. And the offense stays on the field for the time being. Wouldn't be surprised if they eat all 10 seconds of this remaining game clock and call a timeout. No loss on the play. It still remains fourth and five, according to the scoreboard. Play clock at one. Or you might take the delay. Take game the penalty. Well. Yeah, yeah, take doesn't... the delay a game. Punt it away. Pin them deep and just play defense. If you're Lee Scott, I think that's the best way to go. Yeah. Flag is thrown. That's what Lee Scott will do. They'll take the extra five yards and punt it for the first time in a long time. This team doesn't punt it very often, Christian. And if you forget who the punter is. It's J.J. Myers. <laughs> it's J.J. Myers, the senior running back who has three touchdowns tonight on the ground and will be tasked with putting the Eagles deep. They send a return man who's parked right around the 15-yard line. About three it's Alvarez back there for the Eagles. About three touchdowns and pinning somebody deep. What a punt. A spinner cuts across the 10, trying to get down near the goal line. Did he, get, did he stop it? He did. Oh, my goodness. He dove all the way down. They're saying there. a touchdown. Was it touched? They're calling a touchdown. I don't. Did Fortdale had to have touched it? 
call his touchdown on the field. The returner, Alvarez, had to have touched it for that to be the case. I didn't think he did. I thought he got out of the way. They're signaling touchdown for Lee Scott. They come together. What a weird sequence of events. All the officials come together. Let's see what the call is. The White Hat and two officials come together. Lee Scott, they've got the PAT unit on the field already. They're ready to go. I'm with you. I thought I thought that Alvarez got out of the way and that the Warriors were celebrating the ball being pinned inside the one. I did too. But they are calling touchdown. a touchdown. Touchdown, Lee Scott. Wow. Okay. How about that? Warriors punted away. We were wanting to pin them inside the five. And Alvarez must have touched it somewhere. I'll be honest, I didn't see it. Not saying he didn't, but I didn't see it. Lee Scott did, though. Heads up play. IQ right there. That is football IQ for Lee Scott. I didn't see who jumped on top of it. My apologies. I'm trying to get an update for you. But that makes it 41-10, to 10, Lee Scott. And they stopped the PAT attempt. Fortdale's fired up right now. They can't believe it. That's just salt in the wound. It's like squeezing a lemon on a cut. If you're Fortdale. And yeah, maybe I mean maybe they've seen something because I mean it seems more like team frustration rather than than them coming out and arguing with the the referees. So right. again, we they must have seen something. We didn't have the angle to see it. After a penalty on the PAT attempt, they move it back five yards, but it doesn't matter for Matt Relator. He puts it through 42 to 10. Domination for Lee Scott with nine, with 7.24 to play in this fourth quarter. Stay tuned. Lee Scott football continues after this on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Listening to the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, the official broadcast partner of Lee Scott Academy Athletics. After all the craziness on the kickoff, or on the punt, I should say, Lee Scott punted it away with J.J. Myers. It was touched by the return man, Alvarez, and Brady Sajelski was the one that jumped on the football in the end zone and gave Lee Scott a 42-10 to lead here on the road with 7.24 to go. Heads up play once again, as we mentioned it, by Brady Sajelski. The entire defense and the entire team for Lee Scott on that, kit, on that punt and it goes into the end zone. They jump on top of it. They knew immediately. They were signaling touchdown immediately, and Lee Scott is in control with a 42-10 lead here on the road. Again, yeah, I don't think that we, we had the angle, so we were thinking it was being pinned inside the five-yard line. But, yeah, as you mentioned, Lee Scott jumped on it, and we're all holding up touchdown signals. So they saw something that we didn't, and as you mentioned, salt, salt in the wound for Fortdale, looking to get the ball back, trying to build a little bit of positive momentum to end the region play. 
42 to 10 now. Your score, Lee Scott up. I talked about JJ Myers, three touchdowns and trying to pin him deep. I don't think he gets credit for the touchdown, but <laughs> I don't think so. He can take credit. Well, he can take credit for the kick. That's a heck of a punt. Heck of a punt. Absolutely. Run up the middle doesn't go anywhere for Fortdale. 7-10 to play in the fourth quarter. Lee Scott, 42, Fortdale, 10. And barring just the worst announcer's jinx I've ever seen in my life and the biggest <laughs> crumble of all time, Lee Scott will be on their way. And there's now an unofficial timeout. Now it looks like Fortdale is giving, the, giving their sideline judge or their side judge all he can handle. Officials come over. And they're going to give a sideline warning. I'm sure all nice things are being said. Yeah. Ask them where they're going for dinner. Probably giving them some recommendations. Ask them if they had a nice drive on the way in. Yeah. We're still having, still having a discussion. I don't know. I don't know what the discussion is. It is second and ten. Lots of delay here. Under seven minutes. Do they take some time off the clock? Not sure what the confusion is. I mean, if they did, Fort Dale should be happy, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, at this point, Lee Scott fans are cheering. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. I think they cheered for the stunt down on the sideline with the oh. cheerleaders. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> they deserve cheering, too. They oh, do a great job. 100%. Cheerleaders still rocking the uh, pink pom-poms for October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So now after, we're ready to go. After all that, nothing changed. Nothing. <laughs> nothing Which I feel changed. like we've seen numerous times throughout the year. Tends to be the case more times than not. Clock sits at 6.55. Should be rolling. It's not yet, but second and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Moving right to left on your radio dial as Ford Dale offered turns. Throws screen to the right side. It's Alvarez. Picks up a block. Gets a couple of yards. Still on his feet and forced out of bounds around the 30-35 yard line, and it's a first down for Fort Dale, and they're moving on offense. Oh, my apologies. I thought he maybe got there. Should be Kristen's telling me they're short for third down. I thought he got there. Apologies. Third and two. A little bit tough to see on the far sideline. I thought he maybe got across the 30, but appears to be at the 28-yard line. So now third and two. From just inside the 30-yard line. Running back off the right hip of Offer. He gives it to him, and he's hit in the backfield. Lee Scott. Wraps him up in the backfield. A couple of players there for the Warriors. It was Christian Horak to make the tackle. Wrapped him up and threw him to the ground and buried him on the third down carry. Yeah, really good job there from Horak coming from the weak side. Blitzing from that edge position. Came untouched. He got the running back in the backfield. So a fourth and Fourth and a short three, it looks like, for Fort Dale. And again, in absolutely no rush whatsoever. Might be trying just to get off the field at this point. Fort Dale sets up in an offensive set. They bring a man in motion from right to left. And a flag. Play clock ran out. Delay a game on the offense. I believe they did end up getting the timeout just before. 
the play clock expired. We'll take one with them really quick. Back in 30 seconds here on the Lee Scott Sports Network. Lee Scott leads Fortdale 42 to 10 with 5:25 to play. Don't go anywhere. The conclusion when we come back here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a seven-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Fortnail decides to punt it away. A pooch kick by the quarterback. It's right at the 45-yard line of Lee Scott and is touched down by Clay Gardner. As the Warriors will jog on the field offensively with 5-19 to play and a 42-10 lead. If they do it right, they can run out the clock and win this football game here on the road. And it looks like we will see Ethan Hardy. All right. Number 17 with the towel hanging behind him. I love watching this kid play, man. He plays hard. Plays super, super hard as a sophomore at quarterback. Haven't seen him throw it a whole lot, but we've seen him lower his shoulder a few times this year and try to run a few people over. I hope he gets one here. Three receiver set, two to the right, one to the left. Hardy up to hands it up the middle. Big hole. Runs over a man at the 45-yard line. Big first down carry for the Warriors, and that's an explanation point for J.J. Myers. Yeah, we've talked about Ethan Hardy lowering his shoulder. I think he went to J.J. Myers' class, and Myers actually running off the field. Limping off. Looked like he might have tweaked that left leg a little bit. And just for a precaution standpoint, I... Take him out, beat yeah, him. Yeah, after, after something like that, I think you're going to... You're going to call it again. Don't want to speculate anything too much. Does appear to be in a little bit of pain on that Lee Scott sideline. It's a keeper by Hardy. There he goes running with a little bit. Hit late. Didn't get the call. And a keeper by the sophomore quarterback on the first down carry. Clock under four and a half to play. Reminder, Lee Scott leads 42 to 10. I like the conviction that Hardy runs with as well. Good He's work. not necessarily somebody that's going to wait for a hole to open up. He's going to make one himself. He's going to lower his shoulder while he's doing it. Picks up four or five just about I mean, at least every single time. Hardy, the quarterback, and Brooke Zachary, the younger brother of Miles, in the ball game at running back. He gets the call on second down, bounces off a blocker and torn down from behind. To make it third down and around five for Lee Scott. Clock continues to run at three and a half minutes. The clock continues to run, and so do those car engines on the other side of the field. We're starting to see more and more shiny bleachers, which is a beautiful sight to see if you are the road team. I heard there's a traffic jam on the way out already. <laughs> Lee Scott's going to let this play clock bleed all the way down. 
good thing for you, we have the Troy Bank and Trust post game show that's going to keep us here for a little bit longer. Yeah, let that traffic let the cars clear up. A little up. Bit. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Handoff up the middle. Hardy, no apologies. He kept it and it's tackled in the backfield for a loss. It'll be fourth down. Let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds really quick for station identification. This is the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. AU100 is WAUE and WAUEHD Waverly, Auburn, and Opelika, and the home of Lee Scott Academy Athletics on the Lee Scott Sports Network. So for just the second time tonight, Lee Scott is in a punting situation, but the offense stays out on the field, and you've got some young guys in the ball game. Why not let them go? On the fourth and six, Ethan Hardy stays in. Brooks Zachary, his running back. Three receivers set, two to the right, one to the left. Ball on the far hash. Hardy hands it off to Brooks Zachary. Off the right side, stiff arm and tripped up in the backfield. Almost able to get away from Morgan Heath, but he was able to trip him up. Couldn't quite get back up on his feet, and he falls short. It'll be a turnover on downs for the Warriors, and Fortnail takes over with 2.15 to play. I like the effort. I love it. Lee Scott is fighting with the young guys in, and credit to Fortnail as well. They have fought this entire game. They have not given up. There has not been any chirpiness. There have not been any unsportsmanlikes. There haven't been anything like that. We had one late hit on Jake White earlier. Didn't seem to be malicious by any means. A really clean football game so far tonight. It is, yeah. You talked about it in the open that you hope that they keep all of that pregame chatter. You keep it pregame. Because during the game, you still got a job to do. So, yeah, credit to both of these squads. You, you can kind of see him blow out some frustration, get the best of some players. So hats off to, to both squads for keeping their emotions in check tonight. Hand off from the 40-yard line. Doesn't get much of anything on the carry. Multiple Warriors in to make the stop. Carry by Isaac Lowry. Sophomore calling his name for the first time tonight for Fort Dale. Under two minutes to play. As the Eagles trail, Lee Scott 42 to 10. And a quick shout out to you as well. Those station IDs, they creep up on you. <laughs> and I know that early in the year it was. Little, I was having to remind you a little bit, but man, you are you are on top of your game. That is the worst thing that I do in <laughs> broadcasting is station identifications and in, in live broadcasts. I have never been good at it. Keeper up the middle gets to around the 45 on the second and ten. Carry. It was Lowry again. I like to consider myself decent at the broadcasting part, but even in college when I was calling games, man, if my studio engineer didn't tell me a station ID, I would not take one, buddy. And you got to take them. They're legal. you got to take them. So I've gotten a little bit better. We've had enough practice, and thanks to you, you keep me on my toes a little bit up here in the booth. Third and eight from the 44 on their own side of the field. Fortdale moving right to left. We are under a minute to play here in Greenville. Keeper. From the quarterback, big hit at the 50-yard line, stood up, falls forward. He may have picked up the first down. It was Parker McNeil, the other quarterback for Fort Dale. See if they give it to him. I think they did. It's a heck of a spot they're giving right there. Yeah, let him have it. <laughs> it is first down for Fort Dale. Clock will run under 40 seconds to play. Fort Dale for just the, you could count them on one hand, how many times they've been at least got territory tonight. Handoff up the middle, stood up at the 45-yard line, pushed back to midfield. They'll give him forward progress. Pickup of one, maybe two. And with under 20 seconds to play, that should be the final play of the ball game. 
The teams will line up for the handshake at midfield. Lee Scott can celebrate as the two seed coming up in the 3A AISA playoffs. They'll be the two seed for the region. They'll have a first round bye. They'll host the semifinals and they'll await to see who their opponent is. They beat Fort Dale 42 to 10 here on the road. Stay tuned. The Troy Bank and Trust postgame show is next on the Lee Scott Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Every sports team has a glue guy, the unsung hero that does the dirty work. Society's glue guys are towing companies. Whether your car is in an accident or you own a business and need a vehicle moved, we all need tow trucks. When you need one, call Auburn Express Towing, offering 24-hour towing services. AET specializes in parking lot and private property towing in Auburn. Call 334-821-6033. Auburn Express Towing, located at 615 Opelika Road. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center at Building Supply. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust. Member FDIC. At Reynolds Outdoors, they're all about hunting and fishing and loving the great outdoors every day. And if you are too, you'll love the great selection of guns and ammo, bows and arrows, rods and reels, gear and apparel. As an independent family business, Reynolds Outdoors can offer top brand names at hometown prices, plus friendly local expert service. So before you hit the woods, the field, or the water, head to Reynolds Outdoors on Geneva Street, Opelika, on Facebook and Instagram, and at ReynoldsOutdoors.net. Lee Scott Warrior Football lives here. This is the Troy Bank and Trust Post Game Show on the Lee Scott Sports Network. 
Lee Scott comes on the road once again. The hype was there. The noise was there. The adversity was there. And it did not affect this team in program whatsoever. Lee Scott, another dominating performance. 42 to 10 on the road. They take down the Fort Dale Eagles. Welcome in to the Troy Bank and Trust postgame show. Here on the Lee Scott Sports Network, Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Lee Scott 42, Fortdale 10. What a dominating performance. It started, Christian, from the opening possession. Lee Scott took the football down the field, scored an opening touchdown, and you could really tell that set the standard for what happened here tonight. Yeah, the mentality was perfect for this for this Lee Scott team, and it did. So it started the opening kickoff, carried its way all the way through halftime, and all the way to that final buzzer at the end of the fourth quarter. 42-10, to 10, your final score could have very easily been a higher scoring game than that. Lee Scott decided to take their foot off a little bit and run a little bit of a a slower paced offense but then just the, the success that you've seen on both sides of the field beautiful football that you've seen you're seeing being played from Lee Scott you couldn't ask for it at a better time Lee Scott comes in we heard all of the uh, all the chatter, really, from all of it. from from everybody <laughs> coming into this game. It's been a party here all week. And look, like I mentioned at the end of the game, credit to Fort Dale. They fought for four quarters. You could just tell. Lee Scott, they're a good football team, man. And they have gotten better week after week after week. Both of these teams had, coming into this game, had one loss on the year. Both of them to Glenwood. And I think Lee Scott has just gotten so much better since that Glenwood game, man. They're playing better on offense and on defense. And now, with the win here tonight, you secure the two-seed in the postseason, you get the first round by, and you get to host the semifinals in the state playoffs. What a huge advantage that is for this football team. It is. It's huge. Home field advantage. You want to be everything. You can create that hostile environment rather than having to go and play in it. You're on your turf. You're on your time. You know the schedule. Just simple things like that. Not having to sit on a, sit on a bus for an hour and a half or two hours where it really just throws off your mental focus. But being able to be completely focused at home, man, you took care of business tonight. It feels feels really good. Feels great. That's a happy, happy bus drive back to Auburn, Alabama. It's an hour and 40 minutes that these guys are going to enjoy and they deserve all the credit in the world. They played fantastic. Preparation was fantastic and execution was even better and Lee Scott takes down Fort Dale 42 to 10 here on the road. As we move forward, Christian, what can this team do to get better? Because they have one more game next week against Edgewood. Non-region game. Staying healthy is what you really want to see before you get into the playoffs. But anything that this team in your mind could do better to get better before postseason play in a few weeks? I mean, you want to say that to clean up the penalties because you see a couple of them. But that being said, I mean, with the talent that, that Lee Scott has on the offensive side of the football you're going to get a couple of those holding penalties just because of the space that they want to get their off out, their offense out into. I think that the biggest thing in Fortdale had a, had a little bit of success, but it was ultimately on the, on the quarterbacks and their inability to find completions. But the pass defense, you can see, is a little bit questionable. 
especially right at that first down marker. We've seen a couple of guys get open right at the flat, right at the first down sticks, and we saw that was where that was what Glenwood did most of their damage on those big chunk plays. Not too many teams are going to put long drives together against the Lee Scott defense. It's going to be a big, big chunk play that's going to flip the field on you. So that if the defense can avoid any sort of things like that, I mean, you give your offense plenty of drives and plenty of times where they can capitalize on those defensive mistakes, you're going to put yourself in a good position to win. Fort Dale had a 16-yard touchdown catch from Alan Alvarez off of the kickoff, uh, the onside kick attempt from Lee Scott Academy. It was a short field. The Warriors uh, gave up that just lone touchdown and then a field goal by Fort Dale as well. Lee Scott offensively, it was a Jake White four-yard touchdown run. J.J. Myers put in three touchdowns on the ground of his own, totaling just nine yards in the touchdown runs, but three of them were touchdowns. Touchdowns. Parker Wright had a three-yard touchdown run as well. And then Brady Sajelski recovered a fumble in the end zone on the punt for another touchdown. And that's how you get a 42-10 to win. And the Warriors will be the two-seed in the playoffs. Glenwood will be the one. And the Warriors now will wait to see who they play in the semifinals at Judd Scott Field coming up in just a couple of weeks. Christian, this was a lot of fun, man. This is up there for me with one of the best games that I've had uh, calling. and enjoyed it, man. You did a great job. We uh, Everybody did a fantastic Fantastic job. Shout out the Lee Scott coaches. Shout out the Lee Scott players. And shout out the Lee Scott fans. As Jacob Oz, the defensive coordinator, says shout out to us, man. We're having fun up here, and we're still rolling. Final from Fort Dale and Greenville, 42-10. to 10. Lee Scott takes down the Eagles. For my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, I'm Jacob Goins. We will be live next week at Edgewood on the road. Pre-game 6.30, kickoff at 7 for the tune-up for the final regular season game. Non-region, so Lee Scott 8 able to work out a few things, get healthy, and look forward to the playoffs. So we'll see you here on AU100, AU100FM.com, and the AU100 app. For once again, my broadcast partner, Christian Griffin, I'm Jacob Goins. Until next week, stay safe and go Warriors. You've been listening to Lee Scott Warrior Football, brought to you by Auburn Express Towing, on the Lee Scott Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, sponsored by the Orthopedic Clinic, Auburn Express Towing, Russell Building Supply, the Googe Performing Arts Center, and Troy Bank and Trust. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, description, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.